I'm Byron F. Wilson, founder of the Wilson Academy. The riots that have taken place all over the country and now all over the world are inevitable. And contrary to the opinions of some, the riots are both effective and necessary. But then what next? What are we supposed to do? That's what this message is about, what we're going to do. Young people, my college students, my high school students, you're ready to act. You're ready to fight. But no one's listening to you. They just keep telling you to go home. But I hear you, and we have a plan. In order to find a solution, we must first understand why this is happening. The reason that officers of the law and private citizens acting as if they're officers of the law continue to murder us is because we can offer no consequence. For example, the reason you don't see Jewish people being murdered by police is because the Jewish community can provide economic consequences. They own things collectively. They're well invested in the media and the law. And they've built a strong community by focusing on exclusive internal growth and wealth building. But when members of the black community are murdered by white officers or vigilantes, we peacefully protest, focus on whatever election is upcoming, and ultimately there are no convictions for the criminals. There's something that we missed about how the civil rights movement was effective. Protesting was just the beginning. It was to unify the people and bring attention to the issue. But the next step was always economic action, boycotting, investing in our communities. Then that economic action is what forced legislation. The reason our efforts continue to fail is because we first of all keep asking for change instead of forcing it. But secondly, because we keep skipping a critical step in the process. So what do we want? Well, in the short term, we demand justice. In the long term, we demand reform. But we must be specific if we are to hold our nation accountable. So we demand three things. One, we demand convictions and equitable and appropriate prison time for all officers involved in the murders of Breonna Taylor and George Floyd and all parties involved in the lynching of Ahmaud Arbery. Two, we demand legislation that ensures independent review of public safety officers. And three, we demand a modification to the standards by which officers can be prosecuted. I'm sure you've heard people say, if you want change, get to the polls. Now, I'm not suggesting voting is useless, but the reality is voting will not solve our problems. In fact, we cannot allow ourselves to become distracted by political affiliations. The only way to get the change we seek is to show strength both economically and physically. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, stay strong, stay black, stay prideful, stay out there. We have made it back another week. You are here to listen to me and Shogun speak. You are back with another episode of the Government Name Podcast. My name is Cole Jackson. My name is Shogun. What's happening? We are two halves to make one whole. Which is a complete asshole. And you are now listening to the Government Name Podcast. Your checks and balances of social commentary. Yes, sir. Yes, Where sir. the fat girls at? Where you at? Where are the fat girls at? They out there. They out there, man. You ain't out there looking for them? Big ladies, you know if you what? would like to get in Cole Jackson's DM, if you, he would take if, yeah. you out for ice cream when you see him. But here's the thing. What's the thing? If you big girl... Yeah. You have to have some nice thighs. I need them thighs to look good. Cause them thighs, if them if them thighs don't look good, I can't fuck with you. All right. 
I need some good. That's the only. That's good. It. Good thighs. Good thigh energy. <laughs> that good thigh energy. And you can't have the. You can't have the start off round and go flat ass. You got to have the curvature in your booty. Okay. Like you got to have the cup. Okay. 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 Because you know a lot of big girls had the little. No. 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 Let's build her. Let's, let's build, build a, this let's ideal. Let's build woman. this ideal fat So girl. she got the curvature. So good thighs. Nice thighs. Okay. What else she got? I need you to have the curved booty huh. with the cup on the bottom. Now, I don't need to ra- start off round, go flat. Like, okay. I don't need the... We got the booty. I don't need the cliff. <laughs> She's, <laughs> the, <laughs> She's more than just an ass, sir. Right. What else she No, have? no, no. Okay. I need... I need. You need this. Curvature in the booty. This nigga okay? said, this is a need, not a want. Yeah. Yeah. We building, right? We building. We building build, out build here. Build a... Uh, bleep. bleep. We building this fat build girl. Build a bleep. Okay. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. belly button... Got to be any or outy. Any. Okay. Now figure that was the case. Now look. Look like the fucking was that pit from Star Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> just get lost I in mean, that one. Yeah. <laughs> like Django Fett or every, Boba Fett. Every now and again, I like, take a shout out your belly button. So like I need you to make shot. sure have a, yeah, have a nice belly button now. Yeah. Brown skin, preferably. Preferably. I prefer I preferably want the brown skin fat but, girls. But that doesn't mean it's a have to. Yeah, it didn't have to. Now, but I like the I like the brown skin fat girls because I like to see the dark the nipples be dark. Oh, looking like coconut. Right, right, yeah, right, right. National, right. National Geographic ass. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. yeah I'll be yeah. watching them, that shit. Yeah. So the the breast mm, B or C cup. It's a big lady, man. It's gonna be a C and a D. I've seen some big girls with B cups. That is tragic. That's how the that's how the cookie crumbles, that brother. <laughs> It ain't that much crumbling if you see You know, a D cup, she got cookie residue in a bra <laughs> and shit, nigga. Just go in there and find some popcorn. Like, oh shit. How long this been in here? <laughs> when the last time you took a shower? You must, this is a requirement. Okay. You must tuck your phone into your bra. I ain't saying nothing after that. What? I like a big girl who tuck their phone in her bra. That shit mm. is sexy to me. That bitch pull a, bra, pull a phone out her bra. I, you got me then. I guess. Now, very important. What's that? Nice smile. Got to have a fat girl with a nice smile. Now, if you're a fat girl with a nice smile, I can fuck with you. We can't have vampire teeth. You can't look like you was on Lost Boys. There's no shit like that. Like, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. What's, a, what's a newer? You can't look like vampire in Brooklyn, none of that shit. You got you to gotta have a nice smile. Straight. Okay? Straight up. So, let's see. Thighs. Nice thighs. What about her eyes? What her eyes look like? You know, most most big girls, most fat girls have like really pretty eyes. Which which terminology is it? Is it big girl or fat girl? Either or. Okay, it's interchangeable. It's, but it's, she is not interchangeable. That's right, brother. She's a one of a kind. That's it. I'm building her. Yeah, building her. I'm building you up, mm-hmm. and you can build me up too. Um, what else? Hmm. Booty. Check. Thighs. Bing. Okay. Look. I'm asking a lot for this. Can't can't have cankles. I can't do fat girl with cankles, man. I don't know if that's a possibility. It like, is. I've seen it. Happen. I've never seen a big girl with skinny like I have calves. Like, no, I'm talking the about calf, the ankle part. I know, but the calf goes into the ankle part. But I've seen it. You know. It happens. Like yeah. they got strong calf muscles because they supporting all that weight. Yeah. And then they, like, you, ain't you seen need them softball good... players. <laughs> Most big girls play softball. Okay. For real, I, I believe you. Stout too. 
<laughs> throw a <laughs> fastball in a second <laughs> oh, on your yeah, ass. So they pitches. They all pitching. Nah, typically oh. they well either they pitches or catches. <laughs> <laughs> they catches because they want to be closer to the ground. Every, every, every now and again, they be on first base. Big girl with good knees. Is that a thing? Oh, you got to have strong knees. But she a catcher. Like, dang, that's a you asking for a lot. No, how? We building, right? This is a hypothetical big girl. And you gonna tell me you ain't seen this person yet? Uh uh. Damn. I don't know where you be looking. Did you? (laughs) There's got okay. (laughs) First of all, (laughs) you're looking at the wrong time of the year, my nigga. This is the middle of the year. So they done lost a little of their big girlness. Mm -mm. What? You ever just rub on a big girl? Wait, have you been with a big girl before? I sure. Yes. Like, well, what's your definition, of big girl? Because me, I'm. Right I'm trying two, to figure out your definition. I'm about about two fifty ankles. And, oh, two fifty. About nah, two fifty. I ain't never been. I've been to two fifty before. That's swimming. Have I? I'm okay. I will say yes for this conversation. <laughs> I'm not sure if I have or haven't. You ain't well. I don't know. I never do. <laughs> I'll be wow. looking like, hey, can I handle this or not? You know what I'm saying? If I if I hug her and try to pick her up, then yeah, I'm good. Oh, nah, that's. I done did that before to one bigger? that was like bigger than me. And I'm a big dude. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I can handle myself. Damn. I'll be trying to stay in my weight class. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, every now and again. You got to fight up? Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> every now and again. I'll be trying to get the heavyweight championship. <laughs> I can't stay middleweight all the time. I'll be like, look, man. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Right. I'm finna change your life, nigga. <laughs> and they will. I remember one time I had sex with this, this fat girl, and she was she. And I was like, I'm finna kill this. And I got in that bed. No yeah, shit. She <laughs> took me to Africa. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker took me to Africa. What I was kind of, I was speaking Swahili in that ooh, bitch. Shit. What kind of bed was it? Big bed. <laughs> <laughs> like king size. <laughs> Do they yeah. make double king? <laughs> Damn, she had a California king. Okay. No, it wasn't long. It was wide. Oh damn! And but she so took, was she. <laughs> she took she took me through that bitch. Damn, that shit was good though. It be like that. I woke up. You slept over, Dale. I woke I up on her titty. That nigga said, "Give me this. This is my pillow." Now. I woke up that morning. I was like, "I'm trying to fuck you again." And she was like, "Wait a minute! Like, you, you want Wait some breakfast?" Was well, she was trying to get breakfast? Yeah, big. You ass. can't get away from breakfast. <laughs> I mean, you was trying to give us some breakfast. Besides, you said, hey, nigga. He was like, wait a minute. You know, I'm trying yeah. to get some breakfast. I was like, nah, I'm like, I'm trying to fuck. I'm trying to fuck. I hate when motherfuckers don't want to give you no, no, no booty in the in the morning. It's the best kind. Yeah. Be like, they be like, my breath bro- and everything. I, women. You ain't got to kiss me on the mouth. Women. Real quick, we don't care if your breath. Tank. I mean, we do care. I don't. I do. If it's in the morning, I, I mean, I would tolerate you gonna pull a shot of uh, a Shit, scope? You don't know. <laughs> Keep a tic tac by the bed. Nigga. <laughs> Here's some gum. Oh wait, wait. <laughs> Put yeah. it in my mouth first. Shit. Give it to her. That just show I what want you. Just? If I kiss a, a, a morning breath girl, that means I want you. I've definitely done that. I'm. I'm <laughs> girl. You know how your breath stink in the morning. Huh? Do you know why your breath stinks in the morning? But you morning? don't brush your teeth at night? Wait. <laughs> but you go to bed with good smelling breath and you wake up with bad smelling breath. Well, why is that? Why is that? Because you... Professor Shogun. <laughs> well, it's because when you're sleeping, the stuff that's in your mouth is just sitting there. Like, you know how you swallow throughout the... Throughout the day, you swallow food and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But there is like enzymes and bacteria that just sits in your mouth overnight mm-hmm. and... It just builds up, and that's why you have 
bad breath odor when you wake up. Huh. At least that's what I believe. I, oh, to, this ain't no facts. I'm pretty sure it is a facts, but I'm I'm kind of as I was talking, I was like, wait, is this right? So, see, hey, why does your breath stink in the morning? Goes like my breath don't stink in the morning. On the website healthline.com. <laughs> If you're not brushing or flossing effectively, food particles can get stuck in crevices on the surface on the tongue, between the teeth, or along our gum tissue. The bacteria, the bacteria in your, in your mouth, mouth will break down those uh. particles, which releases the lovely bad breath come hey, I was, so right. You was right. Yeah. yeah. Off a guess. Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't remember it all the way. But that's why you have bad breath in the morning. You don't have the tongue, though. I just... I look, if I'm comfortable enough with her staying in my bed, she... Yeah, that morning breath, I can get past that. Yeah, it's a cold thing. Right, get yeah, yeah, I can get past that. I can get past that. I'm a mm. yeah. Can I hit it in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. I don't know. I just been on this big girl kick lately. I guess because I seen one at the at the gym. Okay. The other day, gym's back open, Cole's back out, working Yo, out every day. Nigga, what's happening? That shit different. Oh, it is. The world's different, my nigga. Oh yeah. The world. New is normal different. is what they call nah, it. Nah, nigga. Just the same old. Because they treat us the same old way they used to. That's right, brother. Right. That's right. Mm, suspect. Chin, Sus- nigga. Right. No win, nigga. That's it. <laughs> what I'm saying. Keep going. Oh, see, okay. I'm be trying to, see, I'm the hype man. You don't be going with this I, shit. I mean, I was, I was done. I hate you. <laughs> but you was in the gym doing what now? Oh, no. I was in the gym working, man. Why went is it to different? the gym. Um, a lot of lot of gaps between social machines. There's a lot of well, they call it social fitnessing. Oh, <laughs> bitch, those those fucking white people, um, they have I they're know, so I smart. That a lot lately. Um, so things are a lot more spaced out. Yeah. Uh, it's like extra extra. I'm extra extra cleaning shit. Okay. When I get on these machines, yeah. When I lift up these barbells and shit like that, seeing Beast Logic, Beast Logic was in the gym. Getting it. Shout out to Beast. Shout out to Beast. Beast Logic was like, "Yeah, man, I'm in here." And I was like, "Yo, yeah." He had been in there, um, I think a couple days before. I had seen him, so yeah, that one that was his first day. So he, you know, he trying, trying to get that fit fit. You know, he got a, he got a woman to look after. I know. I seen she was she posting pictures, fitness. Yeah. Everybody getting fit. Yeah. What you was about to say? I'm, Okay, so I've gone through gaining weight, getting in, in a relationship before too. Yeah, everybody do that. That shit happens. Yeah, nigga, you eating good. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody's comfortable. Yeah. Like this, brother, this month I'm with them. We right. here. I was like, damn. I was like, I remember. Oh, I, is that what happened? Yeah, she, that's she, gotta be it. Everybody gained weight during the quarantines. Nah, bro, that's 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 a that's a relationship weight. Oh, that means she happy. Yeah, shout out to Beast. Yeah, go ahead, Beast. <laughs> you know go ahead, go ahead. Uh, sparkle. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like I I did. You ain't gained weight through a relationship nigga, I'm, when I'm, you first start. I'm big. <laughs> I'm I'm already big. So, man, you ain't no fat nigga out here though. I feel like it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you whisper? <laughs> I was like, that's me self-monologuing, I guess. I feel like it sometimes. <laughs> Look Man. at my ankles, nigga. Are they fatter, nigga? Nah, they, you got small uh, ankles. You I straight? Yeah, I am. You get, oh, shit, I forgot to mute my shit. Look at you. I ain't shit. Nah, man. I mean, everybody got, like, parts that they want to improve upon. I mean, you look at you. You was like, hey, man, I'm fit, but I ain't where I want to be yet. Mm-mm. So I'm like. Yeah, I done most definitely gained some weight um, during this quarantine. Yeah. I'm about too. to lose that bitch. Yeah, I ain't even gonna that. say I'm about to be back in the gym, but my goal is to start back working out. That's all good, man. So, you do what you nah, need nah, to do. Nah, just stop. 
I want to hear it. <laughs> what? Do what no, you need no, to do? No, no, just let me do my thing. That's what I said. I do what you need to do. I just don't do. want to hear it from you, sir, because we've had this conversation 30,000 times. I'm like, yeah, I'm back in the gym. I'm finna work out. And then I never do it. So, But I ain't saying get in the know, gym. I know. I'm saying you, do what you me. need to do. Okay. That's encouragement. Yes. Thank you. You're a bitch. No, I hate you. No, I'm, I'm far from it. You're. Mm. Nah. That's right. You hold your tongue, sir. <laughs> <laughs> This nigga's actually holding his <laughs> now you, Yeah, now yeah, what you been touching? <laughs> Wait. She was fat. It tastes like cotton candy. Um, Damn, for real? Uh, all right. Cole Jackson, how's your week been? I ain't never ate no fat girl out, though. You were scared? Yeah, I was, I was scared. I wasn't going <laughs> to make like, it out. Oh, shit, she closed these legs on my ass. Yeah. If it get good, like, I'm dying. I mean, you got to be... That's that's where you see. That's why you gotta stay in your weight class, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hold them legs up. You don't need to be fucking, my nigga. That motherfucker clamp down. This <laughs> shit like Indiana Jones, right? <laughs> got them trap to come on your head. Slap your ass in there like a Venus flytrap, nigga. Dead. As a motherfucker. As a, hey, what happened? You went out happy though. You got happy for who? They, <laughs> she, she was happy. coming and you was I going. I suffocated. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love my big girls with the thighs. That's bro. what I'm talking about. But yeah, nah, we was I was in the gym. Man. They but was, yeah, it's they so was, they was it's in so there. nah, it was some fat girls in there. No, I'm just saying they was in there. Yeah, yeah. But they weren't they weren't what I built. They had the they had the round booty with the cliff. That's why I was oh. like, you can't do the you can't start off round and fall I off. I don't know if they like chose to have the fat booty with the cliff. Like, I don't know anybody who's picking these asses. Like maybe that's because they sitting on their asses too long and they finally up and at them. So maybe they about to get the round booty. Nah. No cliff. You can't change that. You can't? You can't change the round the the, the cliff on the booty. That you can't change that. I, I don't know. I don't know enough about ass technology and science. Mm. You know. No, nah, I'm just, you know. How can you become a big ass with no ass? It's just like it's, that's the oxymoron. It's wide. it's wide. I know, but now society would say, look at this big ass person, and then they have no <laughs> ass. So how is it big ass? Look at this big ass. <laughs> I'm sh- I'm sh- look, I'm reaching for jokes here, all right? Nah, you good? Okay. I mean, Wait, or unless you don't want me to tell you that. No, nah, that's fine. You can you can tell me that. Oh. Nah, man. I seen just a lot of flat booties out flat here. Flat booty. I, I mean, you know, I'm a titty man myself. Anyway. Titty man. So, but yeah. Titty too. But yeah, nah, man. Gym's different. Everything's spaced out. Motherfuckers right. is real, looking real. You niggas know. is still worried about coronavirus. Like yeah. fuck y'all, y'all niggas done made it through. You out here in the gym working out, mm. nigga. Get your workout on. Mm. Everything's contactless. Like how many people do. you know have had coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna play that I'm game. I'm just saying, anymore. like, miss me with this bullshit. We ain't playing that game okay. no more. You said, how many people have you know? Nah, the news ain't talking about it no more. Yeah, because uh-huh. there's some real fucking crazy shit going on with, yeah. with other viruses. Um, oh, that that is the meme of the week. Yeah, it is. Racism is the real virus that America's dealing with. <laughs> like you need to do commercials. I'm so sick of this shit, my nigga. Racism I, is what we're dealing with out here, other than Corona. I see these, like man, I see the strings. These niggas is puppets. I can see this shit. Like motherfuckers is not being genuine with their actions. I was questioning actions last week, and I seen a lot of actions mm. last week. Or the week before last mm-hmm. that showed me that these niggas is puppets. Mm-hmm. They just doing some shit like nigga. Di- okay, we'll get into it. Finish what you were talking about. No, nah, I mean I was just talking about fat girls. 
I'm at gym. Fat and, girls, we love but, you. And, but um, nah, man, it's just it was just kind of different. But it felt good to get out of the house. Like, yeah. me and Beast was talking. He was like, "Yeah, man, like this is the first this is the first other place I've been to outside of like Publix and uh, Target or something else." And I was I like, "Can't Shit. believe niggas is still following the rules." I stopped giving a fuck. I still wear the you mask. You never gave a fuck. You're right. So good. So I, I still wear the mask. You thing. never cared. I do care. I do care. Show if anybody gun. cares, show cares. Show gun. What? You never gave a fuck about I, these rules. Okay, first of all, I am not a fuck-giving type person, period. That's just my baseline. But I do <laughs> give a fuck. I do give Stupid. a fuck. Like, I'm not heartless out here. I mean, I put a mask on. I wear a condom. Different. That's giving a fuck. Different, but okay. kind of give a fuck. Yeah, it is. I was right. giving a fuck. Right. <laughs> no, nigga, you ain't get you ain't getting no fucks out here, man. You was like, man, fuck did, these. Did you want to drink that? Like you opened it and then <laughs> yeah, you I, put I, it back I, down. I'll go back to it later. <laughs> I, gotta it. Talk, I gotta talk about you. <laughs> nigga over the bottle of water and then did not sit. Because I need to talk about you not giving a fuck. I'm out Take in these a sip streets. of water. I, I give a fuck about you drinking this water. It'll come later. Okay. <laughs> you and that's what she said. You, yeah, exactly. Big girls. Mm. You ain't give a fuck. You was out here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So you ain't give a fuck about the rules, nigga. Right. You gave a fuck about the rules. You gonna sit here and tell me? I mean, I know the rules, but I was just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> you the road cop? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah. can't be that. I don't want to be that, right? Yeah. You're the rogue. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm. I'm an American. Operative. I'm always a rogue, nigga. Damn. I'm an American. Now I can't even watch cop movies no more. Damn. Damn. Boys, what you gonna? What you can't gonna? even watch them no more. Damn. I- how accurate they, was that movie? They'll violate bad boys. <laughs> yeah. They'll violate your civil rights. <laughs> I mean, it's not like are we shocked? Oh hell no. Nah. No, nah, we ain't. Don't you know we all in the same gang? The cops. But nah, you ain't give a fuck about no fucking corona rules, nigga. You did. So what else happened? <laughs> you don't like me talking about you not giving a fuck I mean, about the corona. I mean I You did. don't care now. He's <laughs> like, man, fuck these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I haven't coughed yet. When it when I die, I told look, I told uh one of my group chats, I was like, look, man, I'm out here. I've been in these streets. If I get it, I get it. Y'all ain't gotta come to my funeral. I knew my I knew my options. <laughs> I knew my choice. I made my my uh my mind up. I mean it is what it is. Fuck it. I'm gonna live my life. I said that a long time ago. Yeah. Why why stop now? Bowl of candy. Wait, what are you saying? Life bowl? is like a bowl of candy. You can have one right. There you go. There you go. Um, what else? Oh, hey. damn! I was supposed to say this in the beginning of the show. Happy belated birthday to Brianna Taylor. Hey, I apologize for not remembering her name last week. Blame my head, not my heart. Mm. That is a quote from Rain Coleman. Rain Coleman always uses that, so and it works too. Shout out to Rain, man. Uh, but yeah, like I, I know last week's show, I was like, I can't think of the girl's name. Brianna Taylor. I apologize. Last week's show was good. It was honesty. It was a lot of straight talk. So you can you can make mistakes. It's fine. Mm, I like last week's show. That I was really too. good. That mm-hmm. was just two brothers talking. That was good, man. I do have some feedback from last week's show if you want to talk about that real you quick. You always get the feedback. Well, I don't get shit. One thing that I thought of as we were playing, uh, listening to the show and editing the show, I was like, damn, why didn't I say this at the time? Um, you were saying that we need to police our own situations and and fix things ourselves and i was wondering why haven't we that's a good question yeah why haven't we why haven't we put forth the effort to change things ourselves as a community i mean i'm sure we have look at what happened to the panthers 
Mm-hmm. They was policing the community. Mm-hmm. And you see how that worked out. Mm. That's a damn shame. Okay. And then <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody was like, um, This co- show is gonna be wait, I'm sorry. This show is, is I'm trying to be lighthearted. Yeah, this week. yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not I'm I don't not, even have know. a whole bunch of stories about the racist shit that's yeah, going on yeah. in the world. I got I got I'm I wanna be funny this week. Um this is a this is what somebody brought to my attention mm-hmm. that they said I should have said when you said segregation is what you want. Mm-hmm. And they said segregation will not work because we tried that. It was called Black Wall Street. It happened in 1908 to 1921. And you know what happened to Black Wall Street? It was burned down mm. by you know who? The enemy. Mm. Hey, guess what happened over there and doing the 1908 to 1920 time of the Black Wall Street, mm-hmm. we had over 600 businesses. Mm. 600 businesses was burned down. Mm. 21 churches were burned down. Mm. 21 restaurants burned down. Mm. 30 grocery stores burned down. Two movie theaters burned down. Mm. Six private planes burned down. A hospital, a bank, law offices, and even a bus system all destroyed when we stay to ourselves, build our own, and develop something amazing like the mm. Black Wall Street. So, should we try it again? Uh, we're trying desegregation right now. And guess how that's working? I feel like we're smarter and this is a different time. Uh, I feel like we should most definitely think about it. That's just my. That's just a personal thing. Like, I don't think our lives would get better if we took away or if we removed ourselves from white people completely. Like, it's some white people that I like and I care about, right? And I know it's some like the the majority of racist white people are not racist to your face, mm-hmm. so they're like tolerable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't think the majority of white people, period, are racist, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I fuck with white folks. I like them. They're not terrible to me. So I don't yeah. want. I don't want to live in a world without white people. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying that as like. We. I, I've said it before. We keep asking for empathy and fucking. We're asking these people to to care about us. Yeah. And they don't care. They but, take our shit and they fucking. Make us buy it back, and I'm just looking at a, 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 a society where we can we can re, we can build ourselves and we can do things our, on our own. Right. That's all I'm saying, man. I feel you. Like everybody keeps saying, we we drive back Wall Street. That was 1908, my Is that nigga. How I sound like that? Nah, I mean <laughs> whoever whoever wrote the 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 what's name? That's that was, how that sounded to that me. Was, that was my research from a meme. That oh, was so that was from you? Yeah, that was from me on off of oh. Instagram. Somebody uh, just said that I should have talked about Black Wall Street. Then the rest came from me. Well, man, maybe we should talk about like uh, uh, the blankets that they gave the the engines. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I I feel you, but I don't think that I think we're in a different time. And I'm not saying be super militant about this shit, man. I'm just saying mm. this shit that we're doing now and what we're asking for now ain't really niggas. Like, I don't know if y'all really. I, I hate to bring it up. I wasn't trying to talk about it, but I I don't know if you've seen these anti-protesting people who. <laughs> Are fucking going nuts 
over people holding signs, marching, mm-hmm. and doing and putting up flyers. Some dude went off on a kid yeah. that was, a white kid at that that was putting up anti right, you know, Black Lives Matter signs, right? Like, hey, I don't know why bl- white people hear it. Well, some white people hear it as Black Lives Only Matter, right? <laughs> you know, they're not saying that. They're just saying, hey, man, please stop killing us, and they're right. like. Nah, nigga, fuck y'all. You know what I mean? So, like, and, and let me just let me just add something else to this too. Mm-hmm. And this, and I, I wasn't even gonna say this this week. I was. It's been on my head, heavy as fuck. But I'm like, you know, honestly, I'm really just gearing up for what these convictions gonna be talking about. Because if these motherfuckers don't get convicted, we're, we're gonna have a big ass fucking. We're gonna have. We're gonna have to suit up. So I've heard different theories about this. They saying that charging them with third degree murder is the better way to go because you can't really prove intent in this situation. Mm-hmm. So these cops are now set up to be in a position where they can get off from all this because you can't really prove that they set out that day like, hey, we're going to wake up and find George Floyd and we're going to kill him. Mm-hmm. So there's, it's kind of hard to have intent. But so much public outrage is on this case like there is literally no way possible for these people to get away scot ass free. Man. But we've been here so many times that they're probably going to walk away scot ass free. I was like, why don't we just talk to Rodney King about how that works out? <laughs> Can't we all just get along? Shut up, nigga. You know what I mean? Because if they don't get charged, then what you want to do? Burn this bitch down. Then what Again. you want to do? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Because right. when it comes down to that shit, then we got a war on our hands. So this is what well, this is leading to my line of questions that I thought. Do you think this is a start of a revolution in America? Mm, I don't know. I don't know yet. It's this, so much happening. Something I've heard all last week is people were saying this one feels different, you know, from mm. the, the the George or well, the Trayvon Martin situation to the uh Lando Castile, like from all the other different murders that we've seen, why is this one so different? Maybe because we got back to back to back shit. Yeah. Like we literally, like I remember two weeks before, ahead of time, maybe two, three weeks ahead of time, seeing Amar Arbery getting fucking. Oh boy. Like I seen this, I seen, we watched, the, we watched people get murdered. Snuff films. On TV, on your phone, and I mean, you can only take so much. Yeah, honestly, why haven't we just lashed back? Like, why? <laughs> I've heard this from so many different people, but if you think about it, in any other culture, in any other race, when one society, one group of people does the other group of people bad or wrong, you see them holding a grudge for life, like. I don't trust. Like, look at the Muslims in the. Uh, I guess this is probably bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I've been leading on alone. Uh, I'm just saying, if you if you look at like the Mongolians and, and <laughs> Damn, I can't man. even talk about you them. The, no, I'm just saying you reached in the bag. Was like Mongolians. Okay. Here we go. Um, that works. Shit. So when, when you have one group of people who has been conquered by the other group of people, mm-hmm. you never see them forgiving that group of people and trying to live peacefully together right. afterwards you always see somebody trying to get some revenge we haven't got revenge like we've been coping with these motherfuckers like all right my nigga you, uh, you fucked up you did my whole family wrong my whole lineage wrong my whole history wrong 
I still forget you, though. Why? Why does the black man, black woman have this much fucking compassion? If I had answered it, I'd probably have a lot of money on my hands. Mm. It's a little weird if you think about it. Like, damn, y'all niggas ain't mad. Like, look what they did and continue to do. For a long time. And we're just sitting there like, ah, yeah, That's we're I'm so like, used to it. It's, it is what it is. That's why I'm like, man, I, I just, I feel like if these dudes don't get convicted or if, they, if that shit goes down wrong, mm. we have, we're going to, it's just seeing the type of anger coming from the other side, which is white people. I just, white people. just seeing how resistant they are for people to peacefully protest. Right. It's taking so down my people, these monuments we, are getting take, taken down, and motherfuckers are pissed. Can we talk about that? Because last, well, I think it was Sunday when it happened. It was at night. Yeah, we was uh, we had already recorded the show, and so in Birmingham, Alabama, where we are, they were protesting downtown, and they got to this point where they went to this old Confederate monument where it was a statue, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Take this shit down." Yeah. And in the group chat, I was like, "I don't understand why are they pivoting." Why are they changing the conversation from being police brutality to now racist monuments? I was like, I don't get it. This doesn't seem like we're we're doing the right thing at this moment. What is going on? Why are these people so upset about this? It's a fucking monument. Get over it. Like, let it go. And then they took the shit down. And then I saw all the outrage and all the, the back and forth between the people on message boards and on Facebook. And it's just like, oh, these motherfuckers is really about that life. Like, these... I hate to say it, in plain sight, racists are really looking at these Damn, monuments that was like tight as fuck. In plain sight, racists. That's what they are. Wow, they, they they're really mad about a monument to a losing team. Like, how ridiculous is this? This is like a bunch of Auburn fans. Okay, I worked on that joke earlier this week. It it it, it, it worked. It worked to one person that I said it to because she was an Alabama fan. But anyway, um, anyway. So these people are really upset about a fucking statue being mm-hmm. snatched down. So upset that they brought out the fucking Ku Klux Klan in Birmingham, Alabama. They was just dropping. Well, that was that was they was just name dropping because oh. they never really went downtown. Well, yeah, and that was the other thing. People was like, "Where y'all at? <laughs> we dropped we dropped the disc a week ago. Where y'all at? <laughs> they Meek Mill. <laughs> that was a Meek Mill situation. It's like now, all right, my nigga. Um, but people really was like. Folks who don't live here was hitting me up talking about, you okay? I heard the Ku Klux Klan's coming out downtown. I was like, nigga, I live in Alabama. They always out. Yeah, like, like they live there. Nigga, this is a Sunday for me. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, right. But it was so eye-opening to me. I was like, man, I didn't understand why they was taking down these monuments because I was like, this shit ain't got nothing to do with what was really going on. Why are they using this moment to take these statues down? But then when they did it, I was like, oh, shit, I understand. Well, like that was kind of like what we was talking about last week. Like, is it a is is this about race or is this about power? Remember, we I, talked about yeah. that shit. We was like, is it? Because I was looking from the. Well, I mean, I'm not gonna talk about mm-hmm. what your point for was, 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 but I'm trying I'm not looking, to look at it from a race. Right, point. I was looking at it from a racist situation, and mm-hmm. you were looking at it from a power dynamic. Right, and I was like, well, you know, there's no way you cannot you can't separate the two. Because the way the races got power is by, a, you know, it's a dynamic there. there there's really a class issue. Yeah. I mean, if you look at these protests and these crap, the, what I don't trust is the protest right now. Like the message is there. People are upset. 
But then when you look at what's being shown on TV and the news, mm-hmm. that shit looks foreign to me because it's mostly white people and they're holding up Black Lives Matter. And I'm like, when did these white people actually start caring about black lives? When they feel like they that could save their life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you ever seen, you ever been in school and seen the white girl be nice to the black girl because she felt like the black girl was going to beat her up? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you think that's what it is? It's that. It's that white guilt. <laughs> and it's just like, I just don't want Shaquana to hit me. <laughs> Sharkeisha, no. <laughs> hey, Shaquisha, how you doing? What you want, Becky? Yeah, and then she'd be like, bitch, what are you talking about? String of hair. You're so funny. You're you're crazy. Wow. What the fuck you talking about? I'm just saying, like, I've seen. I just want to be your friend. No. That's an ass whooping coming when you say that. (laughs) But yeah, you know, I've literally seen white girls be nice to black girls and kind of eat shit because they don't want to get hit. So that's kind of like what it is to me. Man, like that's they how it eat. is dating a black woman. Oh! <laughs> Not the fat ones. Because uh, they eating the shit. <laughs> I'm going to fuck a fat girl. Go hard ahead. as fuck. Ain't nobody stopping you. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, what? All right. It's a fat girl like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I see you, Cole. I'm gonna take my shirt off and you're going to appreciate me. Me too. Okay. <laughs> Ain't no. nothing like rubbing on that belly. Yeah, I find other things to rub on. Like, <laughs> not rub the first one to go rub, to a belly. You, you know that what belly mean? Boy. I mean, I feel you. Whatever gets you off, whatever's your kink. Rub is, on that belly, boy. Oh, uh, you like but, the stretch marks on the stomach? Yeah, that's a map like, to love. Like the stretch marks plus the like extra inflated basketball that's looking a road stomach. Road map to <laughs> like love. Like after you had some kids, that's a road map to love, nigga. Mm. That's why you find that thing. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you find that, mm, mm, that meow, meow. I'm gonna tell you. Look, look. One of the first conversations <laughs> that me and Cole Jackson ever had was we was at work. <laughs> we was doing the inventory, and I couldn't find something. Like I was looking up under this thing, <laughs> and, and Cole looked at me and was like, "Man, put some hair around it. You'll find it." <laughs> nigga, what? I didn't know this nigga from nobody. He told me put some hair around it. You'll find it. I said, damn, that shit was cold as fuck. <laughs> that shit was true though. You can figure out anything. You put some hair around it, mama. You'll find it. You know exactly what to do. Ooh, Lord have mercy. Um, <laughs> Boy, you lie. That's the truth. But, damn, um, that's the truth. You find put some hair around it. But no, no, we getting back to this situation. <laughs> I see more white people out here protesting this situation than black people. It's a trap to me, nigga. I don't. I just I don't, don't trust, trust it. it. I don't trust it either. I've been hanging around your ass too long, and I'm paranoid as fuck. Me too. <laughs> then they started saying, "Okay, it's Antifa." What the fuck is Antifa? And wasn't that from like the seventies? Yeah, it's an old group. To be honest with you, right? Like, anti-fascist. And I'm like, y'all niggas bringing up Antifa? What the fuck? So like, they, they, I haven't heard that word in, in ages. <laughs> so they classified Antifa as a hate group, but the Ku Klux Klan could still be, you know. A club. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a nigga, little... The niggas is like, like a, a gun club. They just a gun club. I'm, I'm a, yeah, lynch <laughs> niggas. Okay. <laughs> so we all know Donald Trump's father was like a Ku Klux Klan member. We don't know that. We we definitely know that. We don't know that. Okay. 
we're spreading these. We're spreading these lies. Oh, this is the leftist <laughs> lies. Look at them. They're spreading these. I've been watching Blaze News. <laughs> Shit. So this is this is. <laughs> I wanted to bring the Antifa situation up and the Ku Klux Klan up to get to the point that I wanted to make. In reflection from look, listening to our, like, I'm as much as a fan of our podcast as I am a part of the podcast. Yeah. So when the show goes live, I'm listening to it and I'm like, oh yeah, I made a good point. Oh look at this yeah. shit, and 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 it kind of scopes a whole range of thought. From the beginning of the conversation to the end. Mm-hmm. So this whole year, I've been trying to look at things a little bit straight down the middle. That's the wrong year for that? It definitely is. <laughs> and, and and our podcast has suffered from that because <laughs> I've come out at times and been like, you know what? I agree with Donald Trump. And last week, the line in the sand had been crossed. And it's just like, I understand it even more that there is no way that I should or could possibly say I agree with anything that this dude says. Like, this guy is the worst type of person ever. Did we did we talk about, because my mind is bad, did Sorry. we talk about this nigga saying he going to use the military? We didn't get the we, chance. We, to, that happened after. It, that speech it kind of happened. happened before, but it did happen after. It was, it was rumored while we was doing it. Like, this, I had it in my notes. This nigga said... If the governors and mayors can't get this shit under control, right. I'm calling the National Guard. Better yet, I'm getting our military involved. So get clean your clean up your states. So this is where the wow. this is where the confusion comes in. Wow. It's the United States, right? That's what we're supposed to be in name. Right. But in action, we're doing everything opposite of that. We are so divided right now. It's like the thing I do like that he's saying in that situation, I want the states to handle their situation by themselves. Great. Leave it that way. We have this thing called posse comitatus. All right. That's where we can't have active military in the streets of America policing and doing those types. So of things. that's real. Okay. That is, I've heard different, mm-hmm. different view. I've heard some people say that it can happen because of some order he can call. Right. And then I heard some people say posse. So they re- they tried to roll over posse comitatus and it's like a, a sly way you can do it, but you're not supposed to use the army, the navy, the marines, any of those military. So that's why branches. he said national guard. You have to use the militia, the national guard. Huh. So you can send troops out there in the streets. It's it's a thing you can do. It's, it's a gray area if you read the Constitution, but they've rolled back some things from then since then. Right. Um, we will hope that since they're members of the National Guard, they're people from that state, yeah. they would understand what's going on locally and would not pull the trigger. I saw a couple of videos of National Guard dudes marching up and down the street. This guy on his porch just recording these guys outside. And they took their guns and started shooting. Yeah. They wasn't live rounds. They were paintballs and, and like, I think maybe rubber, rubber bullets. Yeah, rubber bullets. But it's like, dog, why are you firing on somebody who's in their own house, in their property, on their property? And these motherfuckers aiming for heads. Bro. They, because I you was- You really want to fuck with Americans right now in a time like this? I was watching- some news station and they were saying rubber bullets are made for below the waist like knees yeah, or they shot, legs and they shit like that lady, lady in her face yeah in her eye and she's blind wow nigga so that motherfucker said if y'all can't get this shit together I'm going to get it together so 
I have to apologize for trying to look down the middle. And I, I see how my words have hurt people. Like, damn, how Shogun really going to support this dude? I don't support him, but I understand the situation. Like, his actions last week is just like, look, there's no hope for this guy. He gave away the election, if you ask me. Like, there's no way people would vote for this dude in their right mind. Mm. He is so stigmatized right I now. I had a conversation with somebody last week, and they said the same shit. And I was like, I'm like, nah, nigga, he, he's straight. So He is good. Okay, the majority of the American makeup is going to be Caucasian white people, right? I'm guessing the majority of the people who voted for him was Caucasian white males, right? No, nah, women, they said the overpowering vote was women, white women. They got him in office. I just don't see. How I, that I'm just happen. saying, like this nigga, this nigga tear gas Americans just so he could go take a fucking photo op. Do you know how many American dudes was like, "That's right, get those people out of here. They don't love our country." I'm telling okay, well, you, oh, he oh, speaks. That, that is it. That's it. What don't we love about this country? Who talking about? Yeah, oh, I don't know. Get those people out of here. Because look, think about it. Because the one of the things I said last week that's the most American thing is protesting. How do we not like Mm-mm. our country? No. This country that we're Because if you of. protest, Shogun, you don't you're you don't respect America. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Mm-hmm. You, you don't sound, respect America, you're man. You're sounding like the NFL right now. You don't respect America. Hey. And you know how the NFL is looking right now. Hey, no, Roger Goodell got on and he made a speech. I know. I know. You know how the NFL looks like right now? Like Gibbity Clown. Man. Just he's fucking niggas. He's fucking his fat girl named Juicy T. All right, so you missing? Sorry, <laughs> you looking like a clown. <laughs> Juicy T, fat and nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody get this nigga some pussy. God damn, shit. Juicy T. <laughs> Can we Uber eats? You some Uber eats? <laughs> oh. Um, nah, man. Obesity eats. I'm just saying, this nigga is tough. Fucking line. Nah, this is this hurt. This hurt. This has to hurt. How many times have we said this? No, and I, this, this I, shit I, has this. We have said, oh, they got him, and then he finds some way. No, nah, I never said they got him. him. I said this hurts. This one right here, it really the this whole situation is different. Like it's affecting people from a different. I don't know what's what's different about it, but something's affecting people in a different way. Mm. Like. Maybe it's because the coronavirus had everything shut down. Niggas was like stuck in the house where they got to focus on what's going on in the world. And people are just really fed up. Bruh, I'm telling and you. he ain't making it no better. And then he he's trying to keep us from doing mail-in ballots. So I'm a, I'm a little iffy on that too. Like, you know, there was a whole situation about Twitter fact-checking him. I had that for last week, but I skipped over it. Um, bro, I don't, I don't think Twitter should be fact-checking people. But at the same time, mail-in ballots could be a, another point, a weak point of people, you know, screwing the election. Okay, wait till election November get here and that, that, that second wave of corona get here and it's like, well, we got to limit the people that do this and all this other, and people sec- ain't going to want to wait. The second wave of corona should be hitting next week. Like, when people are listening to this, the second wave should be hitting right now. Did they drop a track list? Nah, they just was out there <laughs> protesting. Oh. Like, all the people who are out there protesting should be actually getting corona by this week, oh, so you know, they, it's supposed so to take 14 days or whatever. That was the checklist. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't. Voting is already suspect because you remember we did stories last well, four years ago when they were talking about how they found ballots in closets that never got counted. Or and whatnot. dead people were voting. That happens all the time. 
That's why I was like, this nigga still can win. And they still gerrymandering. They still shutting down places where people can go vote. Like, it's it's fucked up. Voting is all kinds of jacked up. I don't know if the mail system would make it a better way to vote. Like, maybe we should log in with our social security numbers on a website. But shit, you can fake that shit, too. Couldn't do that. What? Take all my shit. Man, we all broke, nigga. We ain't got shit. Yeah, you got a point. <laughs> That should be our reparations. Good I, credit. Maybe they should just have a booth where you go in there. Yeah, right. They should just go in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, you got a point. Nah, I want money too, nigga. I want the equivalent. You are, you are a hoe. Yes. <laughs> Give me mines. I want money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, they'll give us money when the shit's not worth anything. Yeah. <laughs> they'll be like, hey, nigga, take this. Go wait, and buy, got, wait till five years and, and our dollar is, well, our dollar ain't worth shit now. We got the Ameros now, nigga. <laughs> you remember that shit? <laughs> um, well, what else? I don't know, man. What else you got on your list? Uh, I really just wanted to say I, I apologize for trying to look at it from the other side because this shit I, is fucked up. I don't up. think you should apologize for that, man. That yeah. is who you are as far as trying to look at it down the middle. I think... That is one of those things that not everybody does. I think that as far as our podcast is concerned, it makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think we can be a fair and balanced podcast if somebody doesn't look good. I'm tired of being fair. In this I mean, uh, just world the, and no ne- fair for shit. For the next six months, you can do what the fuck you want to do now. Basically. The, the year's been fucked up. We can actually go up and be like, get out of my way, honky. And then they'll be like, I understand. I like cracker. Ooh, saltine. Move, man. move out of here, salty. Burn shell egg. I, I'm not good at racism. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> you to need say. to practice. Get your jumper right. I, I mean, uh, we good. <laughs> Get out of here, glue paste. Glue paste. <laughs> like a glue stick. <laughs> Pasty man. Mm. Mm. White Sp- top. You sp- spaghetti hair person. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, I'm trying. I don't, I don't really know what to say. Get out of here, long nose. You 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 look like an extra from the episode of Friends. Friends, Fraser, 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 Fraser. That show. No, no, don't talk about Fraser. Fraser not is that good? Fraser, he, he I'm black. Dude. He brought, I ain't never watched he brought, that shit. but he 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 executive produced Girlfriends, so I gotta give him a pass. Oh, for real? Yeah. Oh, okay. Kelsey Grammer was the executive producer of Girlfriends. Kelsey who? Grammer, the guy who played Fraser. Oh, that's a guy. <laughs> huh? That's a guy. Yeah. Kelsey sounds like a lady's name. Yeah, it happens a lot in that That's culture. how much I don't know about white culture. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Gotta learn, brother. Nah. You better get on the Blaze Network or, or Fox News. Nah, I'm good. So I'm super strong. What else? That's all I got, I guess. Uh, oh, I guess I can go into this is just to wrap all these stories up. Uh, Lil Wayne had Killer Mike on his podcast, and they talked mm. about his statements last week. Did you see that? Yes. Did you want to play it? Uh, yeah. I mean, well, a chunk of it because that was kind of long. Yeah, I'll just play what Little Wayne said about his situation. Man, I love, man, protect Killer Mike, bro. Please protect Killer Mike at all costs. Now he's becoming just the voice. It's, it's beautiful. So just shout out to all the, the, the people who really help us stay here in our accounts, man. Shout out Mac, man. Shout out Poe. Poe just had a seat at the window. We, you know, we live in the hood. So you're going to see, yeah. you see, you don't, you know, you see situations when you're riding home. Yeah. You could look yeah. at, you know what I mean? You don't, you say, I might, I might, so I might make a comment or an opinion, yeah. give my opinion on what I just saw. Bop, yeah. writing them out. Bop. Yeah. Mind your yeah. fucking business. Yeah. Mind your fucking business. Ain't yeah. you, mind your business. And so, yeah. you know, you don't even ask why. 
You don't yeah. ask why you smack me, why why I need to mind my business, why but you know you know one thing, I need to mind my damn business. I need to mind my business. You know what I mean? So so for folk out there who figured that, you know what I mean, whatever Wayne don't say this or whatever he's not blah, blah. listen, I'm from New Orleans. You understand? I'm from New Orleans where we what we know that we what we're seeing, ladies and gentlemen, around the world finally, because the the camera phones and all that Baby, we went through that every week. <laughs> we yeah. saw that. We went through that. We lived that every week. We gave. We gave. The, we gave the police names, just because yeah. of who they were and how they were. Yeah, and we got used to that. If, if we obviously we got very used to it because we gave them names. You know what I mean? I, is it our fault? Is it different? We don't know. But that's that was the system, and that's what I got. That's what I grew up in. So don't. Yeah. I mean, don't don't blame me. Don't fault me. But if you do, you already know. But Man, I, you. you you know, I, I think that people need to people need to um understand that what Black America people people need to understand that what Black America has 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 experienced over the last four hundred years of being here, over the last fifty six years of being free, and over the last fifty years of the drug war is you have to understand this. Wayne is not from Atlanta, Georgia. But he just described naming policemen that was so notorious. <laughs> so as a person from Atlanta, I immediately think of Pac-Man and Reebok. Because <laughs> them, was, them was some motherfuckers exactly. who came through and beat your ass. And, and they we... was the drug unit on the Red Dog. So he's not saying it doesn't matter. Honey, you got to leave my charger here. You can't take my charger. Honey, leave my charger. How am I arguing with my wife? Honey, leave my charger. Don't take my charger. Don't do that. I'm on your radio. So, so what, we, what we got to understand is that Wayne's not saying it doesn't matter. He's saying, he's describing to you, we've already been traumatized. We've already been hardened. Exactly. Now the world, now that the world is seeing it, I think this is what we do next. I think like, so I'm talking to my buddy Weezy, right? So Weezy, I heard what you said, so this is what I think we do next. I think we encourage people to plot, mm -hmm. to plan, strategize, organize, mm -hmm. and mobilize. So when you roll out a record, you think, well, how do I want people to take this record? I mean, you plot it out. Then you start to plan once you got the record done. So this is what we're going to release first. This is how we're going to do it. Mm -hmm. Then you strategize. You get with other people that help you make your plan an actual strategy. Yeah. Right? Plot, plan, strategize. Then you organize. Yeah. You get all the pieces together, all the people, and then you then mobilize. You, go. Then you, go. you hit the streets. Yeah. And if it works, you capitalize from your work. Mm. So right now, if you're in Georgia, my advice to you is we have a local election coming up. A prosecutor's race is at hand. You have a senator's seat that's open. You have a few other positions that are open, including commissioner out in DeKalb County. You got the ability to right now plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize behind somebody you like. And if it works, you capitalize off your work. Mm. So I just want to tell people that uh, don't be hopeless. Don't don't continue to stay say, well, I disagree with Wayne. I disagree with Mike. I disagree with Tilt. Plot, plan, strategize, organize, mobilize, and locally win your elections, mm -hmm. beat their ass up, and then instead of talking about what we think we know or don't know, we following your lead and saying, look at what they're doing. So for me, I'm in Georgia. I'm, I'm supporting the New Georgia Project. Okay. That's who's getting people registered to vote from the Vidalia Onion Fields of Vidalia, Georgia, to the bluff where Curtis Snow at. Mm. So now we'll find somebody in New Orleans. If they... So what you think about that? I mean, he's saying he is not empath empathetic to the situation. He just understands that he's going through these situations with police he said he did this all the time. You're like, he doesn't. He's just mean, tired of it. Makes sense, man. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of past giving a fuck about what celebrities is talking yeah. about because we've seen so much bullshit with these motherfuckers these past week. 
I think he did a good job cleaning it up. I, I'm I'm with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I mean, I just accept Wayne for who he is, man. Like once yeah. that whole Black Lives Matter comment he said happened, yeah. when that whole situation happened, I kind of was like, uh, we know, you know who I'm, he is. Yeah, I'm like, I know who this guy is, and whatever. I think his his radio show or his interview show, whatever he's doing, could be a little bit better if they got rid of those pre written questions that he have. Like I watched a couple of episodes. He had Dr. Dre on there. He had Dr. Fauci on there. Yeah. Like he's got some heavy hitting people. But it's on Apple, so I'm guessing they got like actual journalists looking up questions. Yeah, these they, questions aren't from him. Yeah, and it don't feel authentic. You can tell he's nah. reading it. Like Dr. Dre's episode, he was like, he oh, actually yeah. read it off the paper. Well, yeah, but Dr. Dre was like, yeah, we should have started with, you know, he was talking about the George Floyd situation. But Wayne was trying to ask him like, like how do you feel about your success and thing? And Dre was like, nah, nigga, I want to talk about this nigga that just died. Like. So it's a little it's a little weird. That's one of the cool things about like um, Joe Rogan and Joe Buttons, like those guys. You can and tell me. it's coming from them. And, and me and too. Cole. Me, I I do. I've done interviews. So I know how to interview people. What you got? What you got then? Hmm? What you got? What you bring? As far as what to this interview? <laughs> Some questions or something? Questions for what? Nothing. Nothing. I'm interviewing you. Oh, none. <laughs> I got shit, man. <laughs> I was talking about my week. I apologize for. Brianna Taylor went to the gym. I want. I'm gonna ask that question next week. What's the question? It's about Brewster's Millions. You have to see the. You have to see the movie. I've never seen Brewster's Millions. So it don't even matter. What, what is Brewster's Millions? Last week we had uh, watched the Richard Pryor thing. It's a Richard Pryor movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm saving I'm it for next week. Okay. <laughs> like, I need content for next week. I can't give everything away now. I do not know it's 2020. There's definitely going to be something that happens uh, next week. I'll save it for next week. All right. Uh, let's go into the music section. Okay. What have you been listening to, sir? I've been listening to a lot, man. I actually, uh, Alchemist from two weeks ago. Right. At Fredicini. We, we got Alfredo. Alfredo. Fredicini. Whatever. This we hungry. Said, he was feeding the streets with his this new release. This nigga said Fredicini. Hey, whatever it's called. I'm going off the cuff. I ain't got no notes. <laughs> As he looks at his phone with his notes. There ain't no notes. I'm trying to go to the album, my nigga. Oh, my See God. That? Alfredo. All right. Alfredo. Ten songs by The Alchemist. All of them featuring Freddie Gibbs. This is a joint album. It's a very dope album. If you do not listen to this, you do not like good things. It is like pasta. It is probably better the next day. You're going to catch more bars. You're going to catch more mm. punchlines. You're going to catch these incredible beats. Mm. Let's let's talk about Alchemist as a producer. Amazing. He has always been one of my favorite producers since uh, I discovered him from, I think, Dilated Peoples, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, what was his second... Before Chemical War, what was his first album called? The First Infantry? Oh, his first infantry. Oh, yeah. And when I heard those that album, I was like, damn. But I think Beats for Dummies was before that. Nah. That's like his instrument is uh That's what I'm saying. Like, that's how I got hip to him. Like I mean, it, it might be, but in my timeline, <laughs> First Infantry was his first album. Uh-oh. But he had songs on there that was featuring like prominent rappers. And beats that just sounded so clean and crisp and different. He was sampling things. I was like, where is this guy coming from with all this music? Like his his process of making beats stood completely different from everything else that I mm-hmm. was listening to at the time. 
Dr. Dre is one of my favorite producers, and I felt like Alchemist was doing a better job at making beats than Dre was at mm-hmm. the time. And I was like, damn, how can he get better? Well, clearly he is leveled up again with Alfredo. I can't tell if he's sampling songs or actually taking live music that people are playing, having them play like a sample, and then he samples that and put it on the song. Like his his talent and his ear for music is just amazing. Like he's hearing things that I wouldn't even thought of. Mm-hmm. Like you hear him reversing sounds and speeding it up and putting in cuts from like news clips here and there. Like he feels like a traditional old school hip hop act. But he's modernized with his tools and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, and then to be paired with Freddie Gills, where it's just bars and bars and just. Ugh. Did you ever listen to Freddie? Yeah. Yeah, because that was like the real like, I, I like him, Currency and and Gibbs. That Fetty was amazing too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've been a, I've been on. I just me me and Sid Davis was having a conversation. We was like, "Yo, we need we need we really need to get this Al- Alchemist Freddie Gibbs album." And, and they dropped that shit. It was a surprise too. Like nobody knew that shit. That shit went on the radar. And when they dropped that shit, I was like, "Oh shit!" Like for me, this shit. And I I gotta say it, man. This is this got to be up for album of the year. I think it's that good. Like that shit is amazing, hmm. and it's like the thing about out. If you, I follow him on IG, and he mm-hmm. gets on uh, IG live sometimes, just smoking a blunt and playing some music that you. I, I'm like, what is this? You know, and he always prides himself on saying, "I got shit that's not shazamable." He was like, "You can't shazam none of my shit. You'll never find the shit that I got." Mm-hmm. Um, I like when producers actually be producers and actually like study music and understand music like he's just one of them type of producers that just knows music like it's like he's made a ton of money so all i can do really all i got to do really is just sit in my house pull out records it's like sometimes um alchemist will just sit back and just play records he'll mm-hmm. just be like right, get on my live and and i'm just chilling guys and i'm playing some albums and i'm like shit what the fuck is this shit um with gibbs damn Freddie Gibbs has been ever since he came out with Freddie. I don't know if you listened to that to that project. Um, not to say he wasn't doing, you know, Gangsta Gibbs wasn't doing shit before Freddie, but it was something about when he started with Freddie, and then after that, that nigga just been it was a turning consistent point in his career, and it's been he been good consistently ever since that fucking album. I want to say he had a whole bunch of mixtapes before that where he was yeah. he was killing it like you. He reinvented himself after him and Jeezy fell out. Yeah. And he kept coming and he just came consistently. He was dope when he was rapping with Jeezy, but he just got better and better and better. And now it's just like undeniable. You yeah. can't you can't deny this dude when you listen to him. Yeah. Freddie Gibbs has been doing doing his thing for a minute, man. Most definitely What's it, your- Oh, I was about to say, most definitely, man, buy this shit. It's I feel like it's. I'm trying to. I'm actually gonna see if I can get a shirt too. He got. They got merch. I like the shirt and the hats that they got. Shit. What's your favorite song on this album? <sighs> we got 1985. Bean, uh, uh, Scotty Bean. Really? With Rick Ross. Rick. That Scotty Bean and. Let's see. Frank Lucas for me, dog. Benny the Butcher. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> you can't fuck. Babies me. and Fools with Kanye. Conway. Yeah, that was good. Too. I like Conway the Machine. I like I like that nigga can rap, but I don't skip. There's no there's no nothing on here to skip for me. 
So in Scotty Beam, is he talking about the lady Scotty Beam? I think he's talking about the like you know who Scotty yeah. Beam, the black chick. Yeah. That's, I don't know, but dope. I know this this song's fire, <laughs> and I know Rick Ross's Rick Ross verse on that good man. Every every verse is good. I never really thought that like Rick Ross could rhyme off a. Uh, talking to Sid Davis, Sid be like, he's like, nah. He Sid feels like Rick Ross and should do an album with Alchemist. I they never got songs together, don't they? But he talking about doing a whole full project. Mm-hmm. But um, he's rapped with Alchemist before, I believe. I think so. But like, I just I. I didn't think it would mesh well mm-hmm. until I heard that, and I was like, "Okay, Rawson and out. Okay, why not? Shit, fuck it." But for me, purchase it, man. Buy this shit. Yeah. It it is completely worth your time. It is worth your money. Yeah, Port of Miami too. Alchemist did a couple songs, and then they got another song with Wale called "Perfections." Mm. Perfectionist. Mm. I'm sorry, Meek Mills and Rick Ross. So, huh, yeah, it's a good song. Anything else you listen to? Uh, so I got the Run the Jewels four. Run the Jewels um, as RTJ. So I got RTJ four early. Um, Killer Mike actually dropped it on Wednesday for free, mm-hmm. and I loved how he did the rollout. He was just like, "Man, so much going on in the world. Here, I'm gonna drop it for free." And one way that you can you can he he basically dropped it for free, but you can you didn't have to donate. But you could donate to a, a specific fund mm. if you if you if you downloaded the album. And I donated. I was like, "Fuck it, I'll I'll throw five dollars out there." I feel like you know, what I'm saying, "Run the Jewels" is at least worth five bucks, man. But um, very good, very relevant. I was listening to it on the way up here. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite songs. On well, I'm trying to get to the shit. God damn it. Um, the Just song. Where he's like all all these slave owners yeah. portraits on your I like your that money. shit yeah that shit's good Goonies versus E T it's I should say how many tracks it's eleven songs on here um I don't I'm pretty sure I hope people are familiar with Run the Jewels so explain what is Run the Jewels for the people who don't know Run the Jewels is collaborate effort. collaborate yeah <laughs> it's an effort between EP, a producer, and Killer Mike, the rapper. Right. They come together. They are rapping together. It's kind of like a new age Beastie Boys type Rage Against the Machine kind of hip hop esque, mm. where they just like spitting bars that's counterculture. You know, they're not talking about flashy jewels and whatnot. Yeah, they're talking like, about real shit. They're talking about things that actually affect people emotionally. And then they're talking about like conspiracy theories. Um, money and things it's just like psychedelic music it's it's not your normal hip-hop thing that like you wouldn't see jay-z on a run the duel song but if jay-z got on it you'd be like i understand like this shit is dope like, like it's electronica jay electronica be on it. Uh, he might be i don't know like they got the dude from fucking uh what's his name rage against the machine on here yeah. I thought that was Yellow Wolf. I was like, is that Yellow Wolf? And then I looked at the credits. I was like, oh shit, that's the dude. But yeah, Just Money or Just featuring Pharrell. Is it Just Money? Or, I, well, think, I mean, it's well, got, the got the dollar sign. Yeah. I, we'll call it Just Just. But that song is fucking dope. Yeah. My favorite song. song is Walking in Snow with Gangsta Boo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Like, I don't know. Go ahead. What are you, what are you about to no, say? I'm oh. listening. Uh, I'm trying to get to my part in my notes. Uh, da, 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 walking in snow. I had something I wanted to say about that. What about Holy Calamifuck? Yeah, I like that song too. too. I think 
the second verse in Walking in the Snow, I was trying to, there was a point that Killer Mike made. I was trying to skip to it. I don't know. There's a lot of truth in this. Uh, a lot of truth in that whole album, yeah, that, man. Definitely check out that Run of Jewels. It, it is one of my favorite albums this year. Uh, mainly because it's so relevant, you know? Very. They're not talking about, like, jewels and how many holes they fuck. They're talking about people and struggling and raging against the machine. Like, it's needed. Especially in a time like this. And the beats are fucking trippy as fuck. Yeah, this this <laughs> this very rock infused type stuff. Those are all two things I listen to. Man, I've been listening to this guy named Daniel Payne. You know who that is? Mm-mm. He's a local Birmingham artist. Really? Daniel Payne. Check you posted him. him on your IG stories. Yeah, because he is making the music that I like. Writing music. I'm getting Old school crit feels and vibes from this guy. Not he a lot of us are riding right now, buddy. I know, but I am, and I'm listening. <laughs> this shit is good. He t- he talking about cars in his music, like yeah. he, man. Check out Daniel Payne. That's P A Y N E. And actually, I don't even know what the name of his album is. I seen this shit on Twitter. Purple Onion. Thank you. I pay attention. I'm on social media all the time. <laughs> right. I seen, I seen it on on uh on on actually Instagram. He had a he paid for an ad and the ad actually worked because I looked at it and I was like, man, I'm gonna check this nigga yeah, out. Purple Onion is what it's called. Yeah, Purple Onion is the name of the project. Ten songs. It's fucking dope. I need and to check it out because I seen you post it on your stories and I was like, I'm on social media too much. And it's cool to hear him shouting out like Inslee and Birmingham places like Daniel Payne. Of course, is a road or a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um. It's just dope. It's cool to hear local rap that sounds good. So check him out. I mean, he ain't polished all the way, but he's he's very dope. That's fine. Okay. There's a lot of Birmingham artists that are good. Hard body shot. He ain't polished, but he that nigga that nigga dope. It's, it's something about it when it's like authentic and it's like something that you're familiar with. Like you you know how Atlanta got tons of artists that's rapping about everything that's going around, but we ain't got hardly any artists talking about Birmingham streets. Now, I'm not taking anything away from, like, Schooly and all them. I mean, they be rapping. I'm just saying it's cool to hear somebody that's saying something about, like, a, a fucking SS car, mm-hmm. you know, and then he just running up and down the street with it. It's, it's just dope because I'm familiar with some of these places. Yeah. So that's all. Check them out. Daniel Payne, Purple Onion. There you go. I think I have one more. Nah, that's good. <laughs> ready? I'm ready, sir. Let's go ahead and get into this one and only thing that we do, and it is called the rundown. Rundown. Yeah, it wasn't there. I, I hit it, but it wasn't the. Uh... Oh, there it is. Let's try that one more time. Let's get started with Rundown. 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 <laughs> Cole Jackson, what is the rundown? The rundown is where me and Shogun takes news, clips, chips, and dips, and bites, and uh, and such, and we we read them, mm-hmm. or we watch them, mm-hmm. and then we tell you what we feel about them. All right. Did, did that sound pretty good? Yeah, I, mean, I usually get getting fucked there. up. It's getting there. It's getting better. We'll get there. I don't have any serious stories this week. Well, what you got? <laughs> I was just trying to figure out what. Oh, since so you, you introduced right, it, I guess I'll do one for it. went better than them all. Oh, underneath the moon and the stars. Stars! My, My digital, digital dash! 
Well, and if y'all don't listen to Crit, man, fuck you. Speaking of digital dash and old school, what? Can't he ten? His album is ten years old now. Is he an old school artist now? Nah. Okay. Cool. That's is good. he? I wouldn't classify. Crit fall in the in the uh, J Cole category. Yeah. And them in that group in that class. Well, speaking of a rapper from a different category, entre- entertainer and entrepreneur, <laughs> Master P calls for African Americans <laughs> to educate and buy back their community. Entertainment mogul. I, I was waiting for <laughs> you to say something. I mean, the nigga taught us how to make crack. Get so how, how, what else do I, I mean, yeah, of course. I'm, you can't sell crack forever. No, but see, I, the money that I made from selling crack mm-hmm. equates to this. Yeah. I go here. Entertainment mogul Master P is encouraging uh. African Americans to honor the memory of Breonna Taylor by educating and buying back their community. I applaud my people, quote, he says, for protesting and uniting for a change. Uh, Master P said on Monday morning in the statement, I'm sticking, I'm sick, I'm sorry, I'm sickened and heartbroken after all these years. We're still suffering from police brutality. I'm not saying that all cops are bad, but the ones that commit crimes should be dealt with like criminals. There should be equality and justice for all. He went, he went on to explain that he said this was motivated by the recent protests in Louisville. Louis, yeah, Louisville and other cities, many of protests had been peaceful, though some were erupted by violence. Um, how do you feel about Master P saying we should go back and buy our communities and educate ourselves? Hey, man, P, if it, people don't fuck with P, P is, I mean, he don't have as much money as Diddy and, and um, mm-hmm. Jay-Z, right? but he did he do the same shit that them niggas do? do? You know how they need to, unfortunately people don't learn shit no more, so they have to have documentaries and yeah. six series parts to tell you about somebody's life and story. There needs to be a documentary about how Master P changed the fucking industry. Yeah. With how he had these record labels and deals. Uh, all that independent bullshit, that's P. P. That came from that nigga. About that it, nigga about it. that nigga hustled his way. And got a distribution deal on some real shit. So of course I'm of course if he's saying this is if he laying the groundwork now, let's get it straight. Killer Mike been saying that shit too. Everybody been saying but that. if P is saying it, I think we, why don't P, people take P serious for real? Cause P he's made a fortune. That nigga hustled hard mm-hmm. and made his fortune off of um, you know. He he did different different um revenue streams. The nigga rap snacks. That's P. I think what it is is because you don't see him out there in the streets. You're not seeing him flashy and all in your face. And like people don't really know Master P through all these years. That's fucked up. Because like he made money off of cars and like he like, made money off of, of a lot of different yeah, shit. Yeah. Clothes. Nigga still trying to do shoes and shit. He doing the noodles now. Like he yeah. people. Like you can laugh at what the fuck he making money off of, but that nigga making he's he's got. I mean, people don't laugh at Raycon or Ray J or um, Scooty Bikes. Yeah, I mean, I laugh at them. I mean, but that nigga making money though. He probably is, but, I ain't but that's what money. I'm saying. Like people people talk about that shit before the the give P is proud. Right. I think we should definitely listen and take heed. But I I wish there was a little bit more guidance to where people should get this education from. Like college is cool, but college is also expensive in a world where there's 33 million people following unemployment. unemployment. Like, what are we doing? How how are we gonna get this education? I mean, 
We definitely need to buy back the block. But I think people need, like Killer Mike was saying, we need to plan, strategize, mobilize, and energize. I just said some shit that rhyme. I can't remember what all he's saying. It's all rap to you, isn't it? It, it is all rap, isn't sir. It? You should wrap this around your mind <laughs> and get it in your head, and maybe you don't can spit it back the, out like lyrics, Don't give me the nigga. woke voice. Don't give me the hotel voice, nigga. Don't it's you. not hotel, nigga. This is don't, show tips. Don't, don't black star me. Okay. <laughs> don't no, don't most deaf me. I mean... Talib, don't Talib Kweli I mean, me. I asked my homeboy how it sound traveling <laughs> around town. <laughs> Hard to believe that he ain't been passed downtown. <laughs> I can't remember the lyrics. <laughs> All you see is big crime in the city. We need to listen to people sometimes, yeah. man. He ain't saying nothing nobody else hasn't said, but it's it's good to hear from another voice. Like you're seeing our artists that we grew up with maturing and being more that like a state's person, spokesperson. For that. that fucks with me, man. What? Like Pete don't get the respect. I feel like Pete don't get the respect he deserves, bro. I just thought about like it. I said he needs the NWA treatment, like straight out of Compton. But it'll end up being about it. I'm about it. Straight out of Magnolia. Because he gonna make his own documentary. You know that, right? I, I think he should. And, but we need quality. Have you seen some of these? You know what I watched the other day? No. Hot Boys. You ever seen that? No. Starring Silk Shocker? I didn't. Okay. Be I wasn't allowed to as a kid. Be, just be glad. Yeah. Okay. It's on Tubi. I'm sure. <laughs> I like Snoop, high quality. Snoop uh, in it? Really? Yeah. Okay, that didn't excite me in any way. See, my <laughs> No. Like, keep going. Who else? <laughs> Mia X? Nah, she ain't in it. Oh, damn. I might have watched it. Uh, uh, yeah, see, nah, I'm good. Damn. That's right. What's, what Gary is, Busey's in it. Wow, Gary Busey. <laughs> He's a cop. I cannot. <laughs> what, what other role could Gary Busey be playing in the movie starring Master P and Silk the Shocker? Master dude? P? Well, Master P is snitching there, but he got a bit role. It's really... A, a vehicle for Silk the Shocker. Oh, like he's he went to jail. <laughs> damn. No, the C Murder went to jail. Oh, okay. See how much I don't know. That's why we need a documentary about these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Got to stay on your toes, nigga. Stay need, on your toes. We need. We need a. <laughs> we need a. A no limit uh, documentary. No limit. Speaking of no limit, foot fetish fetishist arrested for stealing having sex with a hundred pairs of flip flops. According to Newsflare, officials from, I have no idea, but it's in Thailand, <laughs> said that they received dozens of complaints from locals about stolen shoes. Uh, CCTV footage revealed that the perpetrator to be 24-year-old therapist, Kai, Kalia, that nigga only got one name, Kalia? Uh, <laughs> Kalia. When apprehended, the man they recovered... When they when apprehend when they apprehended the man, they recovered 126 pairs of flip flops that would later be admitted to collecting over. He would collect. He was collecting over a two year period. Kalia told police that he would, Jesus Christ, he would first put on the sandals to arouse himself, and then he would kiss and caress them before rubbing them all over his naked body and having sex with the shoes. He pleaded guilty to three charges of nighttime theft. And was also found guilty of possessing digital trans, uh, possessing a digital transceiver without permission, as well as violating the COVID nineteen curfew. Thai police major Colonel can't pronounce his name because it's too foreign for me. Says the ther says the ther a therapeut, uh will remain in custody until his sentencing, and that and if that wasn't the icing on the cake. 
He also revealed, we also found he had already been arrested for the same thing last year. Shogun, how do you feel about this man going forward with his fetishes, having sex with these shoes that he so dearly loves? This is in Thailand, by the way. Yeah, and that's the problem. It's in Thailand. <laughs> like, lady boys is a thing there. So it's a culture that I don't understand. So maybe you can have sex with a flip-flop. I'm not really sure. Maybe the flip-flop was tonguing them down. 126 pairs? I mean, my nigga, you seen some... Hey, the sneaker heads, now they're flip-flop heads. He was getting and some heads. flip-flops was given. Yeah. This is sick. This dude... He's a therapist? I think... Like, following the story as you was reading it, it sounded like he was a therapist. Oh, no, that's his that's his first name. Therapist? <laughs> Th- therapist. Therapist Kalaya. Nigga, all right. This <laughs> nigga was born, and it was like, we need a therapist. Let's call him therapist. This nigga needed help from the jump. <laughs> so he stole flip-flops. Now nah, it makes sense. All right. Foot fetishes are weird to jump, me. flip-flops? Yeah. Okay. Foot puns? Yeah. Okay, all right. Wait, that don't jump is your legs. Well, it's going to your foot. Oh. It was association. Sorry. Cool. It's okay. There you go. NBA. Um So he was stealing flip flops in the middle of the night? Like yes. a flip flop burglar. Like a like the flip flop. So the flip flop burglar. Mm. Nigga, that could be a movie. No, it, it could, but it shouldn't. The flip flop burglar. That should be a lifetime movie. Nah. This is more like a Master P movie. <laughs> like, nah, I don't want to see this. The flip flop. In Thailand. In a world in Thailand. Your flip-flops are not safe. But isn't this isn't this just like trying to keep this man from going forward with his, his freak fetish? I mean, I'd rather him have this kink than being a pedophile, so that's why I'm not really mad. Like, I mean, did he really have to steal the flip-flops, though? I mean... Couldn't he pro- just bought them? Like, they got no, flip-flops on every wanted, side of the corner. flip-flops that have been used, that have the essence, the souls of somebody else that's been in these hard-working souls, stocks. Souls, souls yes, of double entitlement. Yes, I got I that one. <laughs> These Birkenstocks, he want the sweat, the smell, the feel of somebody who is out here working. You know how important flip-flops are to the Asian cultures? That's racist. Is it? How many did he steal? 126 How did he get them, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Man, these people out here barefoot because of his ass. You don't got no flip-flops, do you? You don't even got slides. I I, I do have flip-flops. What? Hold on, let me finish. I don't have slides. I don't wear flip-flops. I have flip-flops, though. They're in my trunk of the car. I keep them only for the beach. I've never seen you wear them, motherfucker. Because I don't wear flip-flops. I keep them only <laughs> oh. for the beach. <laughs> ah, you, you, okay. I do have a pair of flip-flops over there, but that's because somebody left them. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. I ain't never, I've never owned a pair. I had some house shoes at one point. They make flip-flops? I mean, come on, my nigga. I'm getting close. <laughs> I've never had a pair of flip-flops. It's something about something going in between my toes that I don't really like. It's something about me showing my feet that I don't really oh, like. I, man, I don't mind showing my feet Mm-mm. as I wear socks right now. Mm-mm. I got Ryu feet. My feet look like. like look. <laughs> Google a picture of Ryu from Street Fighter. That's how my feet look. <laughs> I ain't never had no pair of I ain't never really. I always was like, man, I go to the beach just with my J's, nigga. I'm <laughs> 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 one of them motherfuckers. I you like, what's that movie, uh, Love Don't Call Me? <laughs> <laughs> you tie your J's and hang around your neck, nigga. <laughs> your Nick Cannon, Cannon nigga got ass. shit on me, nigga. Doing that funky ass dance, nigga. <laughs> that was my porn. You stole my porn. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a damn good movie. That was a fucking awesome movie. I love 
that movie. Uh, People talk bad about him. Like, nah, nigga, that shit was good. Steve Hightower is in it. He was the father. Yeah, he was the dad. He gave yeah. him all them condoms, nigga. Yeah. He was so proud of his son about to fuck. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't fucking though. Yeah, he was just proud of. <laughs> and he was fucking after a while. Niggas thought he was cool. He wasn't fucking. He didn't fuck in that movie. He, he almost did. Nigga almost don't count. He almost did. If we had that car, he was like, shit, fuck my friends. <laughs> How much did she charge the nigga again? Wait, she charged him? I thought she He was, was paying going... her to be No, I thought she had to he she wanted him to do the homework or some shit like that. And uh, she was just making him cool. I thought I could have swear he Or did he pay her? He might have paid. I oh thought... no, no, no. He was the damage of the car. Yeah. He had to do the damage. And I was like, that yeah, was some thousands, wasn't it? Like thousand dollars or so. He wasn't selling dope, was he? Nah, he had that scholarship. The scholarship for I that. gotta watch this movie. No, no, again. no. He got a scholarship because they had made this revolution engine or some shit. Yeah. And he spent the money that they needed to buy a part on her car repairs. And then she agreed to do it to make him cool. I like that movie. That movie was great. And I can't believe I just remembered that. It has been some years since I, I But I knew it was some money exchange somewhere. Or yeah. she was trying to he he had to give her some money because it hey, yo, that this dark, nigga talking about some doing some homework. Nah, not dark, Christina Miller. Yeah. She want that bread. But that dark skinned chick that he went to the beach with, she was fine. She was fine as fuck. Yeah, she was way better than Katrina Million. Well now. Nah, nah. Ain't no well now. It's yes now. I gotta watch the movie again. Nah, she was fine. Trick, take I do word. wanna watch the movie again. <laughs> I know. Like, nah, nigga, don't watch it. No, I'm saying <laughs> fuck you watching the movie. She was fine. I wanna see what she looked like again. Wait, is it weird because she's like in high school in that movie? Too late. Right, now. She looked all right. <laughs> like, oh, can't, you can't erase this shit. And speaking of somebody saying it is too late, prepare yourself. Death row inmate demands to be served a live cat as his last meal. Colorado Department. Is he of Asian? Cor- no, he's actually white. Oh. Colorado Department of Correction has announced this morning that they had to decline a prisoner's last meal request for the first time in its history after an inmate demanded to be served a fattened live cat. I like fattened cat. I bet you do. (laughs) 47-year-old Jason Dunlop was executed last night at Colorado State Penitentiary for killing and eating a couple of hitchhikers in the city of Greenlee in 2007. Mm. Okay. That's crazy. (laughs) That's crazy? I mean, you like what you like. According to the (laughs) penitentiary (laughs) trends. I couldn't even hold it in. What is this? Kenyan? Uh, (laughs) This is African. This is eight. Oh, no. American. Oh. Um, Burgers. Correction officer Ramon Sanchez says he was was totally shocked when he collected the paperwork on which Mr. Dunlap had written his request. Quote, I simply written a big, fat, live cat and a 12-pack of beer. I thought he was kidding at first. Shit. But I was totally shocked when I realized he was serious. That fat girl I fucked that night, I had a 12-pack when I ate that cat. There you go. Now you, now you understand. You you feel him. Mm. Uh-huh. So the ritual associated with a, pris- a prisoner's last meal is usually respected in most American states where a death penalty is practiced, <laughs> except in Texas, where it's unusual for a case. To, uh, anyway, and I don't think this. Ma- OK. In 2011, a Lawrence Russell 
requested a huge last meal included a plate of two fried chickens, steak with gravy, sliced onions, triple patty bacon cheeseburger, and cheese omelet with ground beef, tomatoes, onions, bell peppers, jalapenos, and a bowl of fried okra with ketchup. A pound of barbecue wait, meat. Wait, I'm what? still going. A pound of barbecue meat and a half half a loaf of white bread. A portion of three fa- three fajitas, meat lovers pizza, and a pint of bluebell ice cream. A slab of peanut butter fudge and a crushed peanuts. Um, served with three root beers, of course. Mister Brewer did not eat any of it, saying he was not hungry. He just did it, you know, trying to... Being an asshole. So they didn't give him his live cat. They, they was like, fuck that. We're, we're just going to deny it. Yeah. You know what they gave him? Chinese food. He was served two slices of cheese pizza, a chocolate bar, and a cup of black coffee. Now, that's how you get fat cat. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you get a, a cat. I mean... How do you feel about an inmate requesting to be served a live cat? It's called a last meal for a reason. Yeah, do you that think that nigga they gonna be helped? dead? Why? Why couldn't they give him a cat? Yeah, it's like so many strays out here, or at least gave him some chocolate. Well. <laughs> some of that drywall. <laughs> I say give it to him. They did. <laughs> they gave him a lethal injection. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like let him eat. Let him eat the cat. Fuck it. What yeah. is it gonna hurt? Yeah. Oh, Peter's gonna be mad as fuck at us. One less cat to worry about. What would your last meal be? Now, I think you're supposed to have a request up to like forty dollars. That's like your limit. What, nigga? I think it is. Oh, oh, here it is. You can't get nothing from goddamn uh, Shay Razi. He said later on in the article. It says the food must be purchased from a local from locally and cost less than forty dollars. <sighs> they That's had to bullshit. learn from that one guy who asked for barbecue and. Fajitas and all that shit. Ice cream. That's a meal, meal, meal. Yeah, why not? it's my last meal. I mean, fuck it. Damn. So I gotta spend. You think 40. he shit it? Like once they killed him, he has. You have to. That comes with the territory. Bows, yeah. Fuck. What would my last meal be? Yeah. Eh, I'd do a steak. Why not? Just one steak. You live your I'll whole only, life I'll, vegan. I only. I, I can't <laughs> do nothing. Fuck! I gotta eat a steak now. I mean, it's. It's forty bucks. I want the fixings. I feel you. If I get a steak with the fixings, that's gonna be. If I get it from a nice restaurant, that's gonna be about forty bucks. I I went to Firebirds last week, and uh, you ever been there? Uh, It's pretty nice. This is a little restaurant. A steak there, I think it was like twenty nine, maybe thirty dollars. The same with the fixings. Yeah. So you had about ten dollars left then. You get dessert. I had a glass of wine. That was about $10. Oh, so that's your four. See? Yeah, that was and it. you get mad at me talking about just one steak, nigga. I only that got $40. Was it was steak and potatoes, man. I was, yeah, I was straight. Right. But you saying you only get $40. See, you you drop 40 on that shit. Damn. You right. Oh, I might just ask for a bunch of peanut butter jelly sandwiches. <laughs> that, that is not going to be my last meal, my nigga. I'm not leaving this. I'm trying over. to make this $40 stretch. For what? <laughs> you ain't going to spend it tomorrow, nigga? What the fuck you care about? And banana. Nigga, <laughs> they walking out of Walmart with $5 worth of groceries. This nigga's about to die. Give me some chips. You got a whole grocery store. Nigga, you better get me a T-bone steak. <laughs> Let me cook that bitch. Hey, got me $40? That is a, that is a horrible That movie. is a horrible. We need prison reform. <laughs> These yes. men need at least $50 for their final meal. Yeah. I mean, what's... 
$50. You know what? What would? They gave that nigga coffee. Black coffee. You couldn't even put some sugar in this shit? So I would either do a steak dinner. Yeah. Or I would get a meal. Well, no, nah, it's more than that. At, at, uh, what's the name? What's the name of that place down there? When they walk around with the meat and slice it off of there? Oh, Texas Day Brazil. Yeah. yeah. That's, that costs more than that, don't it? Shit, we'll Boom. make it work. <laughs> Let me go. I don't think it costs more than that. I think it might be. Per right person? I think it, 40 might, it might be around 30, 40 bucks. You might be right. I don't know. See, if, and you can't do buffets. I wonder if they going out of business because of the damn they coronavirus. Did. Uh, fucking Golden Corral is gone. They done. Damn. That goddamn virus and racism. I mean, there was so many viruses <laughs> up in that bitch anyway. Like, you know how the kids be up in there getting ice cream and shit, snotty ass nose. Man, Golden Corral was not the best. Shit. Texas Day Brazil is a upscale Golden Corral, my nigga. Yeah, but it's clean. Uh, shit. And, been- and the prices keep the social distancing up. <laughs> <laughs> Get those blacks out of here. I mean, well, I no, it be more, no, it's more niggas in there than a the motherfucker. Yeah, they be working too. Why do, why do people be, y'all motherfuckers be trying to impress too much? What you mean? Sometimes that be a nigga first date, and I be like, nah, you can't do you that. You want to talk about my first date? <laughs> okay, li- listen to this. My first date was, uh, not my first date, but in this situation I'm currently in. We went to the beach, right? Mm-hmm. The second date was a sips and strokes night out on the town and whatnot. The third date was like a, I think it was a Netflix and like Damn, movie dude. type situation. Been a thousand. The fourth date was Firebirds and hang out. And I, well, I did a lot. I cooked breakfast that day and all kinds of shit. See? But yeah. Y'all waited to the fourth date to get to that. No, all of those dates are probably, well. No. You know first day you went to the beach. That's probably, okay, I spent $100 at Firebirds. Right. With gas and all. And we, we went to like a couple of restaurants while down there at the beach. It's probably about the same price. No, don't do that. Don't equate. That okay. ain't the same. All right. Firebirds is a high class restaurant. Yeah. If you in Birmingham or if you in Birmingham or yeah, in Birmingham or wherever we're at, <laughs> Firebirds is upscale. You should go. It's, it's a nice place. They ain't got shit for me there. They got salads. I'm not going to fucking Firebirds for a fucking salad, my nigga. They got alcohol. I don't drink. Why do people? Y'all want me to be a drunk? Fine. Twenty. At, you can drink in moderation. Twenty twenty one. You're like, oh my god, I can't stop myself from drinking one cup of drink or whatever. Mm-mm. This nigga's like, give me the whole picture. Twenty twenty one, full alcoholic time. Okay. Because when you say I don't drink, it's like, oh my god, this this guy. It's like you don't do anything. You just like, uh, I'm a social distancing from everybody. <laughs> Tell me you ever been to Firebird? I've been to that one place over there. Um, <laughs> what are these one places? What the fuck is the name? They changed the name. It's over there where uh, Crystals. The, the tire. Fuck you, nigga. <laughs> Michael, not Michaels. What was it called? It's a steakhouse over there, over there, close to Outback. But it's a, it's, 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 it's oh, J. Alexander. Yeah, J. Yeah. Alexander. I've been yeah. there. I okay. took. I went out on a date there. Yeah, see. Yeah, that's yeah. when I ate meat. They had a good prime rib over that I bitch. I bet you they did. Yeah. High class ass. Right. Was, was that your first date? Nah. Was Nigga, that was... Oh, we was in a full relationship yeah, by that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We was in a full relationship by that time. It is what it is. Yeah. But you know, I don't know, man. I, don't, I mean, I will go to an expensive restaurant, but that mm. ain't going to be my first date. Mm. Do you do you, you have to keep that matters? up? Yeah, you got to keep it up, but... When, it's worth it, right? That's what well, I mean. Talking to people, 
People mm-hmm. say when you do that for the first date, that's something you have to consistently do. Oh, no. That's dude. expected. <laughs> no, no, it's not. That's what I get from, <laughs> from different people. Okay. I'm just saying. No, I, I get you. I get you. You're just like, all right, nigger. Like, you're not going to always eat at Firebirds. Like, sometimes you're going to go to fucking Applebee's. But like, the first date is setting the standard. Oh, okay. So we went to the beach. What is the standard of that? But y'all didn't just go together. I mean, yeah. y'all met there. Yeah. So technically, that's different. Y'all met there and then went out. Oh, okay. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It ain't like y'all took a trip. That wasn't like, hey, we taking I mean, this trip. Was a trip together. I mean, we was there. Together. Y'all met there. Okay. <laughs> and then when we got there, like you, you okay, went out. Hold on, hold on. You can't, you can't go on a trip with somebody by f- flying or arriving from two different separate destinations. That don't equate to a trip to me. A That's, trip is when we go together on some shit. When me and this nigga, when I pay for your plane ticket, mm-hmm. and we or, or I pay for, if we're in the same vicinity with each other, we taking a trip together. If we both meet up somewhere, that ain't taking a trip together. That's okay. meeting up somewhere, uh, and then we go out on a date. I guess to so. me, I. To you, you look different. From you think differently, right? I look and think different. Yes, because I am a different person. <laughs> I fucking hate <laughs> what you. you got next week. I should really, fellas. I, set this. If you're setting the standard, first date set the standard. Was what me, I was told. Let me t- let me tell you this story real quick, and Go then ahead. I'll leave it alone. Because <laughs> we didn't talk about my sips and stroke situation. I love I love your painting. So, but you can really draw. Out yeah, here. but I've man, all right. So I'm competitive. And she challenged me. <laughs> she was like, I bet your mind's going to look better than yours. And it did. Her shit was killing my shit. Like, it was destroying. All right, so they had a picture that... that I don't the, know this. That shit look fire. That's because I had to keep going, my nigga. <laughs> 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 they had a target picture that was on the wall. Like, yeah. this is what everybody was painting. And her shit was looking exactly like that, like on the target. And I was like, fuck. And I couldn't get my, like, my paint was running a little bit. Like, my colors wasn't looking right. Like, you see how in the middle is, like, yellow around everything and red? Like, that middle part was supposed to be pure white. Right? (laughs) Like, so, okay. (laughs) You fucked that up. So, for the people who can't see. So, it's a rainbow background. So, it starts with blue on the left-hand side, and it transitions to green, and then it transitions to yellow, then orange, then red, and then that's it. So, in the middle of the yellow is supposed to be a white circle, but my paint kept running, so I couldn't get it perfect. So I kept using more and more white paint to get the perfect like tone, and it just didn't work. So I got a heavy hand. I started painting over it, and I'm looking at hers, and I'm looking at everybody else in the class. They they shit looking professional. So I had to ask the lady to like try to help me out, like driving the colors. I fucked up on the arm. And I fucked up on the paint. So she took mine and she like cleaned off some of the paint. And then she dried the photo as much as possible so I could start putting the black on there. Mm-hmm. So the picture is a lady holding an umbrella. I might make this the cover art. She's holding an umbrella. And there's supposed to be like the color of rain just splashing all over her. And yeah. she's stomping in the water. So I was able to kind of make my picture look a little bit better by using um, effects. So I blended the colors and made it more violent in strokes. It's kind of like Asian inspired because if you look at her hair, her hair is like really violently flowing. Yeah. I had to do that to kind of <laughs> make mine stand apart from everybody else's to match hers. Like it looks good now, but in the process of it, she was kicking my ass. 
And I, I didn't I didn't appreciate that. You know who you are. I think it looks good, man. I do too. I like it. It's dope. Yeah, because I mean, I've known always known you to be able to draw shit. Oh shit! What the fuck? <laughs> Nick said goodbye, Obama. Um, so before her birthday was like a, a this is this is me finessing some shit. Um, her birthday was like the week after we met up and went to the beach, right? Mm-hmm. And so we was talking, and I was like, "Damn, I want to get you something for your birthday." She was like, nah, you ain't got to get me nothing for my birthday because it's new, it's, it's whatever." So I'm like, "Ah, I'm trying to do something different." So she works. Uh, be there, <laughs> right? Just, so just be around. <laughs> she works. She works in the banking industry. I, I can say that, and um, she interfaces directly with people. And I was like, "Hey, if somebody wants to come talk to you, how would they get in contact with you or set up a, a meeting for your services?" And so she sent me a link to like the the website. So I took the link to the website, researched where it was, or just Googled it, found the actual address, and I was like, bet. So I said, okay, cool. I made it seem like I was trying to set up a meeting so we can talk about money and whatnot. Right. So that morning, I had already put in an order for like some flowers and candies and balloons to be shipped to her. I just didn't know where it needed to go. So I, I, I texted her, and I was like, hey, are you going to work all day? Because a couple of days before that, she worked like a half a day. Right. And she's like, nah, I think it's going to be a short day. I was like, fuck. She's like, nah, it's going to be a short day. I was like, oh, all right, cool. By that time, I had already put the order in. I was like, fuck, what can I do? So she came back and hit me up. I was like, nah, I got a whole bunch of clients coming in today. Looks like it's going to be an all-day thing. I was like, fuck yes, back in the game. So I stopped texting. <laughs> it. Back in the I stopped, game. <laughs> I stopped texting. I left the shit alone. And then all of a sudden, I see my phone blowing up. She's like, I hate you. <laughs> I was like, what? I look at my phone and she's like, you know what I'm talking about. I put in there like the balloons, candy and all this shit. And uh, she said she had stepped out away from her desk. And when she came back, somebody had put the stuff on her table and she was like, oh, my God, this guy fucking finessed me. <laughs> like, I good put, job. I think I did a decent job. Good job, like, buddy. I'm not, you know, I'm trying to do something different. Like, I noticed that about myself. Like, I'm actually focused. Trying. You're trying. Yeah. That's something different. <laughs> Most niggas be like, ah, ah. I thought that was cool. That was cool, man. And then, then, okay, the Sips and Stroke situation. So it's uh she lives in a different city. So I uh I booked a hotel room, right? So went to the hotel room, checked in, got my room. It was in a western. Like I don't know if you ever stayed in one of those. They pretty nice. I ain't never stayed, but I know about yeah, they, them. They, they pretty they nice. Night, they yeah. nice hotel rooms. Would you say date night? I said they're nice hotel oh, rooms. Okay. Yeah, it is a pretty nice hotel. You the king of putting shit in just. Yeah, go ahead and say that. Go ahead and say it. Say it. Say it. See if I don't flip it on you. Putting yeah. words <laughs> in motherfuckers' mouths. Yeah, I do. Now, <laughs> whore, get out of here. Anyway, no, nah, we we just we stayed up there, kicked it. Uh, anyway. It's a story for another time. You ain't shit. I'm probably. I'm a little something. But yeah, you're doing something different. You're actually like trying. So there you go. So I was I was le- saying all that, not really to lead into a story, but I'm <laughs> gonna use that to lead into a story. It, it, because, there you go. Yeah. It was a it was a night. Do you think that was a decent birthday gesture for somebody to send them balloons? Card candy and all. Yeah, that. most niggas don't give a fuck. Most niggas don't give a fuck unless most, they giving up the you know. What is like the bear? Well, nah. <laughs> nah, I'm saying most niggas is if you ain't giving up the fucking cat, 
then they not doing nothing. Nah, we ain't got to do all that. Some niggas is like that. Just like some niggas aren't good fathers. True. <laughs> like, Very true. So what is the bare minimal thing you could do for somebody's birthday? A card. A card. Like in the social media time, would you at least say happy birthday to somebody? Yeah. Like you just post it on their wall or yeah. comment up under a picture? Well, shame on him. Hill Hopper tells Zaya Wade, happy birthday, young man, young up man. on the Gabriel Union's <laughs> celebratory post. Very smart, Hill. <laughs> Very fucking but smart. Where's the lie, though? <laughs> All right. He doesn't identify <laughs> as a young man. Gabriel Union he took to Instagram. He is transitioning. Gabriel Union took to Instagram to wish 13-year-old Zaya Wade happy birthday in a beautiful post she wrote. Young man. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga been talking to Bootsy. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't cut it dick off, man. Jesus. Is this Bootsy? Yeah. Here's, here's Gabriel Union's comments. She says, happy birthday, baby. I can't believe you're 13 at Zaya Wade. You are such an inspiration and motivation to get my butt up every day and fight. When I'm weary, frustrated, full of rage, I see your face, your joy, and you living your best life. And I want, damn, she used a lot of ass. And I want that for all of us. I love you so much, kid. Enjoy the day and every day knowing you are loved, protected, respected, admired, and celebrated. Hill Harper stanking his name talking about happy birthday, young man. Read letters to a young brother. Your, oh, he was selling his book. <laughs> your mom. Your Don't nobody want to read that bullshit. <laughs> your mom wrote something in it. I love it. Oh, you'll love it. Have a great day. <laughs> this nigga is fucking, he must, the money must be low. He's still trying to sell that book from 15, 20 years ago. Oh, man. That nigga wrote that book in 2000. <laughs> is he wrong, though? Yes. <laughs> he does not identify as a boy. He identifies as a girl. So he can't say that. Oh, man. He been talking to Bootsy. <laughs> The comments are just ridiculous. But he was like, but I mean, I told him, man, don't tuck, let that boy dick cut off, man. Don't cut his dick off, man. Jay Smith says, Hill Hopper is mad disrespectful. Right up <laughs> right up under Gabby's post, too. Hill Hopper chose, to fa- <laughs> chose the fade coming his way. Because no way that shit was based off of ignorance and lack of knowledge. He could have just fucking not if his pride was rooted in that deep that was dumb that was super dumb what a stupid but ass. it's funny because uh even gabrielle union didn't use like identifying terminology she called him kid or called her kid see you fucking up yeah i know man you talking but, to too. i mean is it wrong he is yes like he last doesn't. year he would have been he Happy doesn't birthday. identify as a boy anymore. You have to call him as what he identifies as, which is a girl. Right. I mean, because if I wanted to be, you know, identified as sir, like you would still respect that. So that is, that's a little fucked I want to be identified as a triangle. All right. Isosceles or? Oh, is a difference? Yeah, there's several different. Hey, can't shit be regular. God damn. Oh, oh now you got to be regular. <laughs> Not a triangle, so I got See, that's what's wrong with you. Not everything's <laughs> going to fit in your binary world. 
God damn. Can't even be a fucking triangle around this bitch. This nigga's like isosceles. Who you, the fuck is that? And you know what a tri- triangle is a symbol of? What? <laughs> it's a national symbol of gay pride. Nigga. Is it? Yes, you didn't know? I thought it was the rainbow. No, it's the triangle. You've never seen gay flags with like the No, triangle? I've just seen the rainbow flags, nigger. Oh, damn. <laughs> now you're a gay bashing racist. <laughs> just well, that's, like what identi- that's what you me. identify as, right? Black. Equates to nigger. Wow. I'm sorry. The racism just keeps getting to me. No, no. Just show me how mad you get when I take down a statue. Ooh. <laughs> I'm snipe people from the roof. I'm waiting on that to happen. I'm Googling triangle to make sure that I'm right. Yes, it is triangle. How? When did that happen? I'm so behind. I didn't see it on Twitter, so it don't count. It doesn't count. Pink triangle. Pink triangle has been a symbol for various LGBTQ Pink identifies triangle. initially intended to as a badge of shame, but later reclaimed as a positive symbol of self-identity. Hey, man, I'm just I'm just rega- <laughs> relating the news. Somebody got to teach you. Master P said we need to educate. Fuck you. <laughs> Well, if you have this you. triangle, you might be able to. Fuck you. Here's a, sto- here's a story for you, Blackie. Chicken-related flu could allegedly wipe out half the world. What? Chicken-related flu? Dr. Michael Greger wrote in his How to Survive a Pandemic about how overcrowding and unsanitary chicken farms could lead to an apocalyptic virus. Greger explains... He explains that in the in the hurricane scale of epi- epidemics, COVID nineteen with a death rate of around half of one percent rates a measly category two, possibly a three. The big one. Wait, what? The, the big one. He's equating again. He explains in the categories in the hurricane scale. Okay, I got you. Got you. Of epidemics, COVID nineteen with a death rate of around half of one percent rates. A measly category two, possibly a three. The big one, the typhoon to end all typhoons, will be a hundred times worse when it comes. When it comes, a category five producing a fatality rate of one in two. Civilization mm. as we know it could no longer exist. Mm. Gregor says that the new epidemic will probably come from wildlife, specifically chickens. Here's a quote. With pandemics explosively spreading, a, explosively spreading a virus from human to human, it's never a matter of 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 if, but when. Mm-hmm. Twenty four million chickens feed the world. <laughs> as long as there is poultry, there are pa- pandemics. In the end, it may be us or them. Shogun, you're black. You like chicken? Yeah. How do you feel about chickens taking over, being the next pandemic, chicken flu? Uh, to be honest with you, boop, man, boop. I understand the world. Everything in the world is balanced. You know, when there's when there's the air, you got the seas, you got the ground. You know, when, when there's fire, there's rain. You know, when there's death, there's life. So we've been killing thousands of chickens. <laughs> it's time to fight, I, I mean, if, if they got to kill a few, you know, of us, I'm cool with it. Like, it's justified. But at the same time, my nigga, that Popeye sandwich is still on sale. <laughs> 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 one of them bitches, man. That's where I'm going to meet the fat girls at. Hmm. They buying in the kitchen, nigga. Oh, I can't fuck with them. Why? 
Them motherfuckers look bad. They weed be terrible and everything. Yes. All right. Yes. <laughs> I could, I yes. Could. Yeah, exactly. It just you be just a little said, extra glue. You know, they trying to make it last. No, nah, pat nah, it down. Nigga. You know, them edges. They be having the bad weaves. I need a fat girl with cheap, some good Because they working at Popeye's. They ain't got enough money for this shit. You know how much yakky costs? I'm committed now, nigga. I got to go with it. <laughs> <laughs> yakky is expensive. Exactly. That's why they like trying to make it last. I'd That's why they got an attitude, nigga. <laughs> this shit hurts. <laughs> you want what? <laughs> you want hot what? You want a biscuit? Shit, I always come in here asking for shit. I'm not. Uh, well, I'm just look. Yeah. But I'm gonna meet one sitting in the in the in the regular in the the regular part, the sitting part. Damn. What do you feel about this chicken pan this chicken pandemic that's coming? I don't think it's a chicken pandemic. The I'm chicken a- flu. Are you prepared? Yeah, I'm immune to it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I love chicken. <laughs> love that chicken at five fives. <laughs> chicken flu gonna take out all of all our people. Why why put it in hurricane? Terms. Terms. I think that was the best way. Category three, nigga. A category three. No, he said the COVID nineteen is category three. He said the chicken flu is going to be the typhoon, the kid of all typhoons. Yeah, it will if we run out of category five. If you really want to see some, (laughs) never mind. So if you say (laughs) if you saying COVID nineteen is category three and it shut down the whole world. The chicken, chicken pandemic food, supposed to be worse. That's gonna kill people. One out of two people gonna die. So they already got it at Popeyes. Is that what the chicken sandwich was? <laughs> when them niggas was dying. That's and how they over? spread. That's how they spreaded it. Look Damn, at him. It's another the man's plot. Well, speaking, I don't of, think that's the man's plot. I mean, it was in Undercover Brother. <laughs> one or two. One. Two is terrible. Two. two is horrible. That, I oh my. I went to God. sleep on that movie. <laughs> that movie is. And terrible. I don't really go to sleep on movies. Nah. They, I went to sleep on that You know that the movie. last movie I went to sleep in? What? Was uh, Blade Runner, whatever. 2049? 20, yeah. I tried watching it again. That movie is slow. Very. Is it good? Because you watched it. You was there. Um, It's okay. It's the, I mean, they keep the continuity, but it drags so bad. Like That's fine. Fuck that. Damn. Speaking of something else that we should say, fuck that too. Ahmad Aubrey was hit with a truck before he died, and his killer allegedly used racial slurs. The investigator testifies. Mm. William Barr told investigators he heard Travis McMichael use a racial epithet after fatally shooting Ahmad Aubrey in Glen County, Georgia. The GBI, the Georgia Bureau of Investigation agent, testified Thursday at preliminary hearings. The hearing lasted for seven hours, which the judge ruled all three defendants, McMichael, sorry, McMichael, McMichael, his father, Gregory McMichael, and William Roddy Bryant, would stand trial (laughs) on all charges. Details of Aubrey's last moments emerged uh, amid the week's nationwide protests about another killing in George Floyd by police in Minnesota. Anyway, the GBI agents, the GBI assistant special agent in charge, Richard Dial, testified that Brian told the police Travis McMichael said, fucking nigger, after three blasts of his shotgun left Aubrey dead in the streets. I'm sure he said more than that. Yeah. Also, it found out that uh, the dude who was filming it all apparently trapped. Yeah, oh, you know. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, let me explain. That's, this. Okay. He trapped the people. He trapped the people. He trapped Ahmad from being able to get away, 
And so Ahmad actually tried to run away from these guys and they blocked him in. They hit him with the truck and he said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I've been running. I'm just going to fight. So he turned around and tried to stand his ground and fight back. And that's when they killed him. Bro. And, and this dude was like, I shouldn't be charged because I was just filming it. Yeah, I had nothing to do with it. Nigga, what? And then his lawyer was like, hey, man, my, my, my client is a dumbass. He don't know what to say. Yeah. Like when your own lawyer says this, nigga, first of all, you're getting raped. Like, whatever his hourly rate is, he's charging you double. Right. Uh, these niggas is going under, 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 under the jail. Actually, I want them to just get lethal injection and die. Like, why even give them a chance to die old in prison? Due process? Oh, you talking about why you charge that, them? Get you them, took get the due them. process away. Like, this is one of the cool things I love about those sheer, sheer law. What is it? Sheer law. Those Middle Eastern countries that's like, show me the hand that you stole with and they chop your shit off. Mm-hmm. That shit keep niggas honest. You kill a nigga, I think we should kill you. Just saying. He gotta, he's got to get charged first. Nah, he ain't got to get charged. I mean, he's got to get convicted first. Why? That's how the legal system We saw system it on works. video. Yeah. Show me the gun that you shot this man with. I'm just saying, my nigga. I feel you. I don't want me to be the president. Just, our justice system is different now. I'm telling y'all niggas, y'all don't want me to be the president. I'll bring the guillotine back. Chopping heads off every Thursday. <laughs> I don't got no more stories. I hand probably. out punch outs. Punch, punch outs. outs. Punch outs for everybody. Come, 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 come sit front, front punch row. Punch outs. We chop heads off. All punch right, out. I got a few more things. Um, respect your elders is what I labeled this one as. Clearly, you know what I'm about to talk about. Yes, I connect, gang, connect, gang. Buffalo police officers arrested after shoving the 75-year-old protester. Sorry, bastards. So I heard conflicting stories. I heard this dude wasn't really a protester. He was actually picking up one of their helmets to give it back to the police officer. Mm-hmm. And it was like, fuck you, old man. Get out of here. Yeah, they, pushed him. they pushed that nigga down. And he hit his head on his way down to the floor and cracked his skull. So... They had no givens a fuck about that dude. Man. And so I think this is really... Have you seen that video? Hell yeah, I've seen the video. This video is really fucking with people. Because, well, not really fucking with people. It's really opening the eyes to police brutality in America. Very telling. To a whole nother level. Like People are like, these black people are just lying about this. There's no way the police are that bad. Because anytime I call the police, they treat me like a person. <laughs> now you see them actually on camera... Pushing the old man down. And and they said that they didn't do it. They literally was like, that never that didn't happen. They literally was like, nah. We we didn't do that. And it was like, you know, this video. So it's like on. a video is kind of viral. Like, we even saw where one of you guys was about to help him. And the other dude said, nah. Push the that. other <laughs> motherfucker. Like, fuck that nigga. Let him die. They pushed him for trying to help him. Yeah. Yeah. You think they should get fired? Fuck yes. I think so too. But wait, wait, wait. Let's go ride in the street because they took down an old racist monument. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see what How dare you? How dare you? Like the, the arguments are just different. <laughs> They're just different. It really depends on where you're from and who you are. So this would be my last one for, for the run now. Um, how do you feel about Michael B. Jordan as an actor? Love him. Great. That is a great Awesome actor. Yeah. Love him. So Michael B. Jordan was out there in the streets. I seen him. You saw it. Did you listen to what he said? Mm-hmm. I just want to play a little bit for that the That nigga said, I'm going to start using private police. 
Okay. He's like, I ain't no longer going. You already you. got there. Okay. This is where I, my, my issue with it, because he was out there talking about all his roles and whatnot yeah. and, and, you know, what he's learned from these different roles. Yeah. And he said his company are no longer going to use police. Mm-hmm. He's going to start using private police. Well, private, secu- private, private security. Private security, yeah. How do you feel about that? Where is he getting these people from? No, I mean, where you get any private security people. Where? You're more I mean, smarter like, about this than I am. You know, you heard about, um, what was it, Blackwater? Those are private security guys. Those are mercenaries. <laughs> what? Do <laughs> <laughs> you know where most private security people come from? Military? Yes. Oh. Former military. Oh. Guys who've seen some action. Yeah. And also former police officers. I'm not sure. Well, you can't you can't call your homeboys and be like, y'all, because they not trained for real. Why not? It's Michael B. Jordan. We've seen plenty of montages where he learned how to fight in Creed. Stop. Why don't we give him a don't, homeboy don't training montage? Don't poo-poo Creed now. Don't poo-poo Creed. I love both those movies. I like them, too. I mean, Rocky got to lose something, right? Like This nigga still lie. Oh, he... he Oh well, he ain't gonna be in no more. If they do any more Creed movies, he's not gonna be in them. I think they're gonna assume that he's dead. After he this. should be. This nigga done fought everything in one. Nah, he what, lost it in the first movie. Oh yeah, that's true. And that was the only L he ever took. Mm-mm. Well, his son. in three. Who? Mister T whooped his ass. Oh yeah. Damn. And then he had to come back and beat him. Yes. Okay. And then he lost Apollo. God damn. In four. And his wife. His wife died. Yeah, but that was in Rocky Balboa. But she died. That's another L. Yeah. So it kills my statement that he ain't took any losses. Didn't something happen to his son? Yeah, he lost. He didn't want to fuck with him no yeah, more. Yeah, his son was just like, fuck you, dad. Ungrateful bastard. Yeah. So Rocky took some L's. All right. Mr. T was the best one. Mr. T was like, Clover Lane. <laughs> they said, Clover, what do you predict for the fight? Pain. Pain. <laughs> That nigga looked dead in the camera and said, pain. Yeah. And commenced to whoop his ass. <laughs> Mr. T, remember we, remember we was like, <laughs> Mr. T really ain't that scary. Shit. He not. Back in them days, he was. Man, back in the, but that was perception. Yeah. Mr. T, like, five, he, five, he, five. Did he start the gold chain revolution when niggas had to have gold chains? I mean, I feel like. I ain't it. seen no nigga before him. I don't. <laughs> I can't doing that shit. I feel like the village people maybe, but not go. Not things. like this nigga had. He was, he was that nigga had stacks on stacks on stacks. So I wore my chain the other day to the mall. You was nervous as fuck. I, I, no, not really. I was. I talked about it because chick I was with. I was like, yo, I don't really want to. Fuck it. I just said, fuck it. I'm gonna put my chain on and go out. And I felt that I like nobody was like, ooh, got a chain on, or nobody was trying to rob me or shit like that. But it was just like, why am I so self conscious about wearing a damn chain? You wanted it too. I did. I wanted it real bad, and I bought it. Now I'm like, now you oh, don't want to fuck with it no more. I fuck with it. What am I supposed to wear it all the time? Nah. Okay then. I'm just I'm saying. Just, you just like. I'm just kind of nervous about this. That one time, yeah. Are you self conscious? I'm always. It looks nice, bro. Yeah, like, I think it is too. Yeah, I it's like, what's the, the point problem? I was making. I was something about Mr. T. Mr. T stacking these chains and whipping people's ass. He beat Rocky. Not a lot of people can say that shit. Yeah, I would rock his ass. Yeah. And that nigga be canceled. And then the funny thing, <laughs> funny thing is, Mr. T, okay, 
If you don't know by now, I'm a huge fan of the huge a huge fan of the Rocky movies. Mm-hmm. Technically, Mr. T lost because he was tired. <laughs> that nigga, he was technically he was he was like Mike Tyson. You know what I'm saying? Like he ain't never been past like a so many rounds mm-hmm. and, and and Rocky took him like the distance and that nigga was tired as fuck and Rocky was, he, he he lost cause he just couldn't he had no more gas he had no he was gassed he was gassed now. but like the real end of that, that movie should have been Mr. T kept the belt <laughs> and then Rocky 4 would have been the remix mm. but yeah but no okay back to the original point sorry we went on a tangent but uh if he's using private security, like wow, we did go far from that. Mister T does it every time. I mean, I, I don't trust private security as much as I would trust. Well, damn. <laughs> wow. See how that works? I just I feel like police officers are supposed to have a rule that they're supposed to follow. You know, and so you don't think private security would? I mean, I I hope they would. Them but, niggas got to. Well, man, if they mercenaries, like the they same don't. thing about police, though. Damn. <laughs> yeah. That's a fucking conundrum, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. well. <laughs> He's Michael B. Jordan. He is Michael B. Jordan. And, be safe, though. And the bitches love him. He got a mouth thing. Like, everybody I've talked to say something. I just remember that face. nigga from The Wire, bro. Why it's got to be like that? Anybody who's seen The Wire, um, yeah, I know what happened to Michael B. Jordan character in The Wire. Why so it be like that? this is my last thing I'm gonna talk about. <laughs> we had a really good discussion about Mr. T, though. <laughs> Mr. T ain't really that scary. California mayor resigns over black backlash over emails about police killing. Have you heard about this? Yes, <laughs> this dude said a few. What he said? A few lives don't. What did he say? Something that might have been a different one. This one's different. Let me tell you about Stu. <laughs> Mayor James Stu Stewart resigned Thursday evening amid the black backlash over an email he wrote about police killing that went viral. On Tuesday, residents requested information regarding Stewart's plan to end police bl- damn brutality, police violence, and damn. racial policing in the community, stating, "Quote: This is an issue that is very important to me and my family." Stewart's email response was posted online, sparking controversy among the residents. The 11.02 p.m. reply stated, I quote, I don't believe any good person of color has been killed by police, unquote. I remember He went on to say that (laughs) he had several African-American friends, which sparked outrage on social media. He's liberal. Stewart... (laughs) (laughs) He's liberal. Publicly responded to the backlash of his email, stating that the message was sent over voice to text, and he he did not proofread it before it was recorded. And he meant to say that no person (laughs) of color had been murdered by the police in Riverside County. Hmm. (laughs) On Facebook, Stewart said that because of his dyslexia, he uses voice to text. And he said he didn't proofread it. And that's when he sent it out. Quote, I absolutely did not say that. <laughs> what I said. <laughs> I'm laughing. I'm sorry. That's right. What I said is I don't believe there has ever been a person of color murdered by the police. Mm. In context, you know, it's a different me. Mm. 
Stewart has now resigned from his <laughs> managerial duties of this county. Um, he said it was egregious. It was an error. And he takes full responsibility. He said the state, <laughs> the second half of the statement, racism is not tolerated in any level in the city or in the county. Um, what a jackass. Yeah. Yeah, we'll leave it like that. He deserved it. You get what you get, man. You ready for some quick hits? Nah, he should have. First of all, when I want to have sex with no car, I'm blaming on my dyslexia. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck not? Like, Why because not? of my dyslexia, I would love to feel this raw. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wear a condom. My pullout game is weak, too. So we got two things. Because of my we, dyslexia. We didn't talk about. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised that you didn't talk Hulk about Hogan? Drew Brees. <laughs> Oh, I didn't want to bring that up because this nigga's still apologizing. Like, let him live in his own prison now. Mm. He's in apology. He's apologized three times. And like, can't you tell? Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. bruh, mm-hmm. you literally, <laughs> you literally didn't understand. <laughs> you don't understand what the fuck going on right now. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just be quiet. Like, it's real easy to be quiet. It really is real easy Shit to be quiet. The fuck up, don't cost a thing. It don't cost nothing. <laughs> Nick Cannon? <laughs> Shit. I'm going to watch that movie today, too. That movie is good, nigga. I might watch it myself. It don't cost a thing to be the fuck quiet. Yeah. Just be like, nah, look, no comment. <laughs> nah, How easy man, is that? It's my First Amendment rights. I get to say whatever I want to say. He ain't looked outside. <laughs> oh, speaking of. Well, you know what? Honestly, I really feel like he just heard what Lil Wayne was like, well, you know, Lil Wayne's from New Orleans, so I can say this. Oh, man. <laughs> He's okay. So I seen somebody posted a meme talking about uh, Madden 2022. I think that's the next year, 2021, whatever. The next Madden. 2022. They released the stats on Drew Brees, and all his stats was like 89, 99. Like, everything was high. Like, you know, all his stats was great, but then he had awareness. Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn. What a stupid ass. Let me just say this, and yeah. I'm not shooting Drew Brees no bell, but he has done a lot for New Orleans. Okay. Uh, we can post, leave it at that. Post-Katrina. We, we, we can leave it at no, that. No, I'm just going to say this. He's done a lot for New Orleans post-Katrina. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. All right. Quick it. Shoot that nigga bell. What a dumbass. Just say, just don't say shit. Fuck. It's not that hard. And now where, the, where the fat girls at? Shit. Sorry. No, go ahead. Go on your rant. I just I just want some fat pussy real bad. Sorry. You can go. And now it's time for the one, the only, quick hits. New Sylvester Stallone doc, 40 Years of Rocky, the birth of a classic, is set to premiere digitally. Really? <laughs> How odd is that? We didn't even plan that. That was, that was great. Elmer Fudd has been stripped of his guns. In the new Looney Tunes cartoon series. It makes sense. He's a white man. But what about his Second Amendment rights? Too many black people dying out here in these streets. Emma Fudd can't even have a gun. Uh -uh. He wasn't shooting black people. He was just shooting black ducks. Speaking of black ducks, Tiger King star Joe Exotic loses his zoo to Carol Bassin. Carol Bassin, that bitch. Damn. (laughs) That nigga just can't win. Fuck him. Tyler Perry is slated to be working with John Boyega on a new Static Shock movie. I don't want to see it. 
Why? I don't want him doing. I don't want fucking Tyler Perry doing no Static Shock movie. No. Madea's got superpowers. No. <laughs> Hello, little lightning boy. What are you doing up there flying on trash can tops? Let's go to church and pray. I'm just gonna kill my everything I love. Y'all kill everything that I fucking love. It, fuck. it might be good. He might he might write this Shut story. Shut the fuck up. He might write this Shogun, story. You in fucking six days. lying. Stop. He might write it in six days. He might shoot it in four days and it'll be out next week. You I ain't shit, wait. bro. Don't don't champion this bullshit. <laughs> Surviving R. Kelly producer Dream Hepton is set to direct a Black Wall Street series. Look oh, like what? It looks like Tyler Perry ain't the only one fucking up and making shit. Right. I don't want to see no Black Wall Street series from Dream Hampton. Oh yeah, why not? Cause it's gonna be like Surviving R. Kelly. <laughs> Nobody heart, survived it in Black my, Wall Street. My heart says full of lies <laughs> and bullshit, but we all know that Surviving R. Kelly is legitimate. Damn. That's that nigga, you know how hard this nigga is trying to get out of free. He's like COVID nineteen. They he like, said, nah. nah, she was only eighteen, nah. my nigga. <laughs> no, she was only fifteen. Oh, fifteen, my bad. Age ain't number. Eighteen is eighteen is too old for that motherfucker. <laughs> that nigga ain't never seen no eighteen year old meow meow. And neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> U.S. Marine Somebody Corps. Somebody need to slap the fuck out of R. Kelly. I'm sorry. Just slap that nigga. You don't nigga. think they doing that while he's in jail? Nah. Prison? That nigga Whatever is singing his way through. I'm telling you. You think they making him sing for Honey Buns? Yes. I want a cookie. He putting on concerts. I want a cookie. You've seen that video where he's singing for a cookie? God damn right, it. Anyway. U.S. Marine Corps orders Confederate flags banned including bumper stickers stickers mugs t-shirts and flags i like that move what do you i do think? too i think that's dope man yeah you need to move. fly the american fucking flag stars we and stripes. don't celebrate losers stars and stripes my nigga right for my final quick hit disney world is set to open in july Hey. Are you ready to go to Disney World? Hell bitch. fucking no. They're going to still be social distancing, <laughs> taking temperature at the front door, the gate. Nah, I'm, I'm good. I'm cool. You don't want to see Mickey Mouse and no. Goofy? No. no. <laughs> and Pluto? Nah. So I got to stop it for here. Okay. Okay. Well, I got a, I got a whole bunch of them. Okay. Um, but this one's important. Elon Musk tweeted out. T. Musty. Oh, Elon Musty. <laughs> Elon Musk. I got I gotta say I, I agree with him on this. Elon Musk tweeted out Damn. selling weed literally went from a major felony to essential businesses opening during, you know, the pandemic and whatnot. Mm-hmm. America in much of America, and yet many are still in prison, doesn't make sense. Mm. It isn't right. I like that. Uh, this yeah. is legit. And he was like, I might get in trouble for saying this, but you know, I fuck with that. I can't nobody really Elon Musk does he do, a lot he's of He's doing shit. a lot of like suspect stuff about, you know, crying about yeah. one of his factories being open, but it's legit, you yeah. know. Fuck it. Roger Goodell admits the NFL was wrong about players protesting. Is that egg on my face? I believe it is. Yeah. Kind of y'all wait so long. Because they see all this support that black people are getting. Wait, y'all niggas actually got supporters? Okay, we might need to get some money. Oh, damn. Yeah. Bottom line, that's all that counts. 
black cowboys are out in protest in Houston, Texas. Yeah, and they're riding horses. Yeah, let's get out there and rustle them up, there, cowboy. Anybody checked on Little Nas X? <laughs> <laughs> that nigga strung out. Oh my goodness! I can't wait till he start doing cocaine. Conor McGregor announced that he is retiring again. Again. He why, already why on cocaine. Why do you want him to go do cocaine? Who, Lil Nas X? Yes. Because those stories are going to be amazing. Oh, him, and, mm. oh wait, no. <laughs> He's already like weird, you know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. So he goes, <laughs> yeah, keep digging his hole. <laughs> what? That's what yo, you're going to call Lil Nas X a weird Have boy? you seen some of the tweets that he tweet out? No, I don't follow Lil Nas X. <laughs> He's he just say weird shit sometimes. Well, speaking of some weird shit, shut the fuck up. Hillary is trending right now. Clinton? Yes. So the L.A. Times asked Hillary Clinton if she was confident to be able to conduct a free and fair election in November, if we were able to do this. And she replied in this Hulu document about how Bernie Sanders supporters talk very mean towards her. And how Bernie didn't do anything to stop it. And all of the Bernie bros are now using this hashtag saying, shut the fuck up, Hillary. How they pointing out her hypocrisy and bullshit. They do Bernie so bad. I mean, Bernie didn't really try this time, man. He tried. No, he didn't. The nigga got sick. Then he have a heart attack. Something happened to him. And he was like, I got to chill for a second. Or I'm yeah. going to die. Yeah, they, they got in his ears. It's like, all right, my nigga. You really want to die? <laughs> Keep running. Bernie slowed down. And he even stopped his campaign. His run for president. Oh, so you think they threatened him? And I mean, he did have that. a heart attack. Like, the nigga's yeah. super old. So, like, for real, my nigga? I mean, come on. I don't know. You think Biden sent, sent some people? No. Biden can't remember where he is. He don't know where he parked the car. <laughs> I had a conversation with somebody. And they, they, are, they are 100% really, like, He's going to win. And I was like... He should win. Trump is fucking giving this shit away. <sighs> he ain't the president that we want, but he's going to be the president <laughs> that we <get. laughs> So... I was born in the darkness. <laughs> you just adopted it, <laughs> bitch. Speaking of somebody who's adopted some bullshit, Mark Wahlberg is now being canceled. What did he do this time? <laughs> Apparently... People just realize how terrible of a person Mark Wahlberg is. He's from is. Boston. So, as in his earlier days in the 1986, there's a story <laughs> of yeah. In the <laughs> there's a story of Mark Wahlberg chasing a group of black boys and hitting them with rocks and things. And he said, "Come on, let's get these niggers." And then he used the hard er. Yeah, he's from Boston. Yeah. You can't be from Boston and not be racist. Well. Twitter doesn't know that, and they just yesterday shocked. Neil Long was was uh, trending, and I got scared. Everybody got scared, and it was just Neil Long Appreciation Day. Oh my goodness! I was like, shit, she got the COVID. <sighs> I know that's how it is. If you <laughs> trending these days? Oh fuck! Speaking of trending, there's now. I don't know if you've heard about this, but this has been going on for a minute. Russia oil spill. Have you heard about that? Mm-mm. There's a gigantic oil spill right now. In the uh, northern area of Russia, is Putin cleaning it up on his own? Well, he's asking for help. America's is like Putin oh. asking for help. I mean, he 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 claimed it as a state. This of nigga em- rides horses without shirts on. He asked for help. He just said we're dealing with a state of emergency, and so America, are we. Yeah, and America was like, "All right, my nigga, we we might come help you." 
How? All of her troops were here. Cleaning the streets out. Okay. Um, did I say Roger Goodell? Yeah, I said that. Elon. Uh, I think I got all mine. Drew B's. Daniel Payne music. Man, man, I think I got them all. Anybody, anybody doing cocaine? Oh, there's a Beyonce video. She's I, on cocaine? No. But there's a Beyonce video that I think we might need to Halo. take a look at. Halo. Hey. Be Simone. Oh, she ain't trending. Oh, she, they just saying you could. Should I should follow, and I'm like, you yeah, shouldn't follow Be Simone. Cool. Yeah, Be Simone ain't nice. I like to watch her suck a dick. Some new <laughs> rapper chick, China something. China though, not John. One uh, of them got a sex tape. Yeah, it got leaked. Yo, my Google stuff is tripping today. Nah, they just listening. So when they come get us, yo, you know Google gotta be like, yo, it's Sunday. I can't wait to see what them boys are gonna talk about today. Nah, they helping. They gonna help wrangle us up. Jeff I want to see what this video is about. Jeff Bezos. Thank you, President Obama and Mrs. Obama, for including me in this very special day, and congratulations to the class of 2020. You have arrived here in the middle of a global crisis, a racial pandemic, and worldwide expression of outrage at the senseless killing of yet another unarmed black human being and you still made it. We're so proud of you. Thank you for using your collective voice and letting the world know that Black Lives Matter. The killings of George Floyd, Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and so many others have left us all broken. It has left the entire country searching for answers. We've seen that our collective hearts, when put to positive action, could start the wheels of change. Real change has started with you this new generation of high school and college graduates who we celebrate today. I did not get to experience college like some of you or the campus parties that left you struggling the next day in class, although that could have been fun. But my parents did teach me the value of education, how to be authentic in my actions, and how to celebrate individuality and the importance of investing in myself. Dear graduates, Please remember to take a little bit of time to give thanks to your family members and the community who's been such a big support system for you. You are achieving things your parents and grandparents never could imagine for themselves. You are the answer to a generation of prayers. Now, some of you might be the first in your family to graduate from college. Maybe you did not follow the path that was expected of you, and you probably questioned everything about your decision but know that stepping out is the best thing you can do for self-discovery. I know how hard it is to step out and bet on yourself. There was a pivotal turning point in my life when I chose to build my own company many years ago. I had to trust that I was ready and that my parents and mentors provided me with the tools I needed to be successful. But that was terrifying. The entertainment business is still very sexist. It's still very male dominated. And as a woman, I did not see enough female role models given the opportunity to do what I knew I had to do, to run my label and management company, to direct my films and produce my tours. That meant ownership, owning my masters, owning my art, owning my future and writing my own story. Not enough black women had a seat at the table. So I had to go and chop down that wood and build my own table. Then I had to invite the best there was to have a seat. 
That meant hiring women, men, outsiders, underdogs, people that were overlooked and waiting to be seen. Many of the best creatives and business people who, although supremely qualified and talented, were turned down over and over as executives at major corporations because they were female or because of racial disparity. And I've been very proud to provide them with a place at my table. One of the main purposes of my art for many years has been dedicated to showing the beauty of Black people to the world, our history, our profundity, and the value of Black lives. I've tried my best to pull down the veil of appeasement to those who may feel uncomfortable with our excellence. To the young women, our future leaders, know that you're about to make the world turn. I see you. You are everything the world needs. Make those power moves. Be excellent. And to the young kings, lean into your vulnerability and redefine masculinity. Lead with heart. There's so many different ways to be brilliant. I believe you and every human being is born with a masterful gift. Don't make the world make you feel that you have to look a certain way to be brilliant. And no, you don't have to speak a certain way to be brilliant. But you do have to spread your gift around the planet in a way that is authentically you. To all those who feel different, if you're a part of a group that's oh, called... All right, all right, I'm cutting Beyonce off. She's just going to keep talking. Like, yo. Um... Hey, you made it. Congratulations. The world sucks. You graduated and now you're about to make money or transition to another phase of your life. Good job. Wow. Beyonce only hires niggas and women. All right, I'm trying to look for it right there. <laughs> I was just trying to stretch. You played it, nigga. <laughs> I, I mean, it was trending and people were like, oh, Beyonce, I can't believe it. Nigga, Beyonce can fart and it'll trend. She did do a front flip on the stage. And I was like, yo, that's what's up. She fell and got up, and I was like, yo. Yeah, I said hologram. I'm sorry. You know, I think she been to acting classes. Like, she didn't do, she didn't sound like that when she was in Lion nah, King. No, nigga. Like, she was reading. <laughs> you could tell she was reading. She's a hologram. Oh. The real Beyonce is just sitting back, like, chilling somewhere. You no, know, Becky with the good hair got her? Oh, uh, 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 no, she's chilling. She's not, I mean, she just, that's a hologram. My name is Beyonce. That's, she's sitting out a hologram. She like Nick Fury. Uh, Nick Fury had all them, all them, all them robots and shit. Yeah, scrolls and shit. Yeah. No, mm -hmm. no. Yeah, scrolls. That's not how that. No, nigga, no, you, you're being, you're it's the scrolls, man. They taking bodies over. Bye, hey everybody. See you next week. <laughs> this nigga's doing nigga shit. Wow. We enjoyed your, we enjoyed you listening to another week of our government podcast, government podcast. Hopefully, we can uh, catch up with you next week. I'm trying to get out of here because I got to be home. It's 6.30. Curfew. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> she is kind of fucking with my money, but I mean everything I said. <laughs> and I say it again. BYK Radio. I was like, man, you want to go to the mall? <laughs> it's a curfew. <laughs> no, I have, I have to be home. I hope I got food.